everything's got to start with a B when you're blood, right? Yeah. Okay, we're recording. Um, today is July twenty fourth, two thousand twenty. Your watch doesn't have the date on it, and you just it, checked it your does. watch. It says twenty four. Okay. It says twenty four <laughs> on it. I mean, I have one that doesn't, and <clears throat> I'll still check it. And that's also I'll, like I'll try to see what month it is and look at my watch. It doesn't say what month it is, but it'll help me because I'm special. Anyway, please tell the story of how much work we've put into just starting recording this. Please and thank you. I uh, well first I, hi it's oh, Chris it's again. Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we did another intro earlier, but <laughs> everything was all fucky wucky, so we had to do it again. But I'm Chris, the Air Force dude who doesn't want to put his last name out there because we'd be talking hella shit. Uh, but since Andrew's other shop was filled with people tattooing and loving their job and doing wonderful things, uh, it was really loud. So we had to come to his other one and make a makeshift podcast studio which is consisted of a tetris wall of paper towels and toilet paper rolls for soundproofing it's pretty dope three three blankets draped over some random corners of this one like doorway don't forget the blanket rug that were yeah and the blanket rug that we're sitting in so four curtains and then like shower rods connected to shower curtains uh (laughs) also (laughs) hanging over everything it's and it's basically the it, for anybody that's been to thirty two. It's like the hallway thing in the back. It's like a would you say this is a six foot hallway? Not even. It's it's maybe three and a half four feet wide and five five feet long. Small. It's small, and then we block the doorway off with mostly bounty paper towels because we're luxurious. Um, it's totes cray cray. Uh, anyway, this will be published at some point in the future. So anything that seems weird. It's because I pre-recorded this one. Yes. Sorry, folks. Folks with an L. Anyway, so we have some topics. You sent me some, and then I'm about to post a picture of how ghetto this looks um, on the uh, the gram. But start with bring up one of the things you sent me. All right. Uh, so something I was thinking about over the week as we were approaching this podcast and I kind of failed to bring a lot of topics to uh, was that I was actually serving your grandpa at a Mexican restaurant for like years before I even knew who you were and then I figured out like bing bang shaboom you're his grandson that was fucking crazy to me and he's like some sort of like crazy uh war vet (laughs) to say the least yeah to say the least like this dude's fucking wild he's like super talented really intelligent and like he'll just he'd come in and he'd do all the fucking crosswords on the newspaper and then he would like write out a bunch of shit on his napkins with a pen and it'd look fucking crazy like like an actual <laughs> psychotic just like sat there and wrote down like a billion government conspiracies and like we would sit there after he left and look at his napkins and everything and try to decipher what he was saying because like, it would say shit about like other countries and shit like that oh, so he would leave it yeah he'd leave it yeah and so, so like i think he was just taking notes on what he was thinking about i don't know like at this point in his life i don't think it matters or is like we don't know for sure but i i have a feeling he might have uh, been involved in more than just being in the Air Force after the Air Force. Like, he's lived a very strange life, for sure. Lots of weird stuff's happened. Um, but he, he's a fascinating guy. He's cool to have as a grandpa. Like, everybody that meets him is like, wait, you're Bill's son? They'll, they'll call him Papa Bill. Like, even mm-hmm. if they, like... We'd call him Mr. Bill, and he came in, and yeah. everyone would be like, good morning, Mr. Bill. 
Where was that? El Charo? El Charo. Yeah. yeah okay. In surreal. Because he pretty much just only eats at El Charo. Like, I don't know. Now, like, the COVID thing was fucking him up because he was used to, like, that's his social time. And he just was inside for, I don't know, a couple months. Like, okay, get him on the podcast. <laughs> dude, I want to. But then I got to tell him I have a podcast called High Note. And he'll be like, oh, that's cool. Like, positivity. And I'll be like, kind of. But usually I'm high. <laughs> and I'll be like, on marijuana? And then I'll have to explain to him that it's not as bad as they made it sound back in the Dizzy. Like, I can understand why anybody over about 60 thinks that weed is the devil unless they were a hippie. Like, it was really demonized until a couple years ago. But um, I put a thing on on the gram asking people <laughs> for suggestions. Here's, here's the problem. Some of these are very timely, like the fights tomorrow, and neither one of us knows shit about the fights tomorrow. Mike Tyson's comeback. That sounds cool. Aliens. Shark Week. I don't care about Shark Week. Uh, does anybody actually have TV? Like regular TV? No, anymore? everyone no. fucking watches Netflix. Like even my mom, who's like older, which like, above she, middle she age, she likes to chill with me, right? Oh yeah, of course, well, fucking all all the time. Well, we watch Netflix, <laughs> but uh, she stopped watching normal TV because the commercials were annoying as fuck. When you can just pay less than a TV bill and get Netflix or right. Hulu. Yeah, it's stupid. Anyway, I'm looking right now. Sorry. So, what do you want to start with? Uh, fucking. Not the fights tomorrow. Not Pizzagate. Sorry, guys. Mike Tyson? Not right now. Maybe. Sharks? Nah. Aliens? Yeah. Aliens? No. Gotta smoke more weed. Unemployment. This is the exact question as worded. Uh, so I said, what should I talk about on the podcast tonight? And they said, unemployment, should the government keep the $600 incentive to keep people home? That's so, like, should there good... be a stimulus? No, again? no, no. The six... Okay, so if you have unemployment, like... Let's say you were a regular employee at a restaurant, um, not a server, because I don't know how that works with, like, your reporting. We don't. We don't yeah. Fucking, I mean, I used to be a server. We, yeah. we never fucking Yeah. So let's say you're, like, a, you're a chef or a cook or something okay. uh, where you get paid, like, eight bucks an hour or nine bucks an hour or whatever. So if, if, you, if you go on unemployment because of COVID – they give you an extra 600 a week. So usually I think your unemployment would be about half what you make. It's not going to be the full amount. But let's say you make 800 a week. They're going to give you four or five, I think, um, as like your regular unemployment. And then they're going to throw an extra six. So you'll be making more money to stay home. Which like if you're trying to prevent the spread of a virus, sounds great, right? Mm -hmm. But if you own a business and you got fucking 15 to 50 employees and they all make more money sitting at home, your business goes under because you rely on those employees to stay open. So it's like, it would make sense if it was more limited, and it does make sense, but it seems like it's almost hurting businesses that are considered essential or allowed to be open, but don't have employees to be open with. So it's like a really weird, like, what would you, if you were in charge, what would you do? Like, if I was in charge of like the, the, the like, the like, $600 getting past just, everyone, just, or just if the I was in charge of the financial side of compensation business. for, well, just in, in government, like stimulus checks, uh, added unemployment. Um, I feel like if you did that, maybe you'd have to do a thing where you go, okay, we'll match, we'll match the, the 600 to go to the business too. Like if, if your employees stay home, you get paid 600 per employee that you're not making work and your employee gets six, but then you're doubling how much money you have to put out. So that's crazy. I mean, as long as you're like employed by that place, like maybe you could like bring up your W2 or some shit and like average out how much you'd make mm. a month. 
and like the government could pay you that same average, like the same exact as long as you are six. still employed to that place right. and you will work as needed. Like if they needed to come in and do some stock, like without actually opening up and shit, right? Then like maybe you could do that, but then I there'd like be that. so many fucking like gaps and loopholes yeah. for people to jump through. And also, I'm just some dumbass that walked into a recruiter's <laughs> office. Like I don't know, I don't know anything that goes on no, behind the scenes. No, that's a good like that makes sense though. Like you don't have to. I think it's better not to know what goes on behind the scenes because then you can make a logical like this is what I think should happen, and then somebody could explain to you why it can't. Maybe, but I don't know why it can't. But uh, if I were in charge of all that shit, I think like doing something where you match the pay. You say, hey, we're just going to put you on unemployment. You show your last 12 months of income, whatever you pay taxes on. We will give you exactly that to the dollar plus 5% or 10% or whatever to encourage you to stay home. And then if your employer wants to pay you to go in, they can still pay you, but you're getting paid either way. So like people that don't want to go, okay, well, I need to go into work. So I have a little cough. I don't feel good, but I'm going to go in just because I have to make that money. They don't feel the need to, and people get ahead financially. The problem is, where do you get that money from? Because we printed fucking $6 trillion, I think. Like, that's too much. Um, I mean, like, we're already trillions in, of dollars in fucked. debt. So, like, we're fuck it. Fucked. Sprinkle some more on. Sprinkle that. some more until there's no money left. But it'd be fucking scary to, like, to dive into anything like that. Because I feel like the more you, you dive into, like, especially anything revolving uh, American, like, finances and, like, dealing with tax dollars and shit, you'd, like, slowly route your way up this chain of like an underlying sense of doom where everything's mm-hmm. just being poured in the wrong fucking places. Everything's a scam. Things are unfair. Like, yeah, well, it would just be so fucking scary to get into. Like ignorance th- is bliss in this yeah. case. No, you're right. The thing with all that is like my, my wife has a cousin that, uh, she came out to visit and I was like, so she's, she's good. She's on unemployment. She doesn't need a job. And my wife was like, no, she hasn't had a job in eight years, but she's on unemployment. And I was like, I thought, you had to have a job and then recently get laid off or something to get unemployment. And you do, unless you have somebody that'll just sign some papers and lie. And I don't know like what level of forgery you have to do, but apparently it's really easy to fake being employed over the last couple of years. My thing is then they're going to hit her with back taxes and say, oh, you said you worked there for five years? Well, uh, you didn't pay taxes at all. Like in six months to two years, like maybe it'll be next January. I don't know. But if I were involved in that shit, I would be looking at people that were rigging the shit and scamming the system and look at their taxes and scrutinize them more than I would, you know, other people that look like they might be a little fucked up. I'm sure, like, the IRS is going to, like, creep up on her someday. Oh, <laughs> like, maybe. I don't know. Like, I feel like if you don't make a ton of money and you don't you don't pull a ton of money from them, I don't think they really give a fuck. I think anything under 100000 they're just kind of looking at, like, oh, well, we have bigger fish to fry and we'll just leave it alone. But yeah, that was like, that's one, I mean, the person that asked that is a business owner and the 600, like they're, they're really compassionate, nice people, but the 600 thing like lost them a lot of employees, which fucked them. Um, or it, maybe it didn't. I mean, maybe they just don't. Have or to maybe that's like kind of a sign that we need to pay lower class workers and shit like that like more no they're already being overpaid they're already being overpaid i would agree with that everybody that works for them gets paid like three dollars more than anybody in town doing the same job would okay i so, thought it was, yeah. that was like maybe like a fast food chain owner or some shit no, or not no, chain no. but no i don't want to like out them on here but so th- the topic sent weren't a whole whole lot of great stuff let me see what okay so anyway uh 
this whole thing threw me off. I was ready to be at Avenue in a normal fucking box. This is so far the weirdest podcast ever. Um, but somebody said talk about aliens. So were you aware that the the government just finally was like, yeah, we're looking into these UFOs. Oh, yeah, after. that Navy thermal uh, footage. Yeah, yeah. The Was it Navy? I think it was Navy think, pilots. Uh, yeah. It was Navy. yeah, that sounds right. It wasn't Air Force. You guys don't just No, we don't shit. do anything. We just fucking yeah. sit around and whine. Just desk jockeys. Um, no, so that was like everybody acted like that's not a big deal. And, I mean, even I act like that's not a big deal because we already all agree there's going to be some shit out there we can't yeah, explain. Yeah, there's got to be. I mean, we're right. like literally a speck of dust compared to like the size of uh, uh, everything we can see what, like regarding galaxies and universes and shit like that. Yeah, we're well, not fine. universes. We're like the size of, uh, what's the guy on Rush Hour 2 or 3 with the little penis? Chow? We're like the size of Chow's penis yes. in compared to like... Chow. Chow. No, Chow's penis in comparison to The Rock is like... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the point is... Um, I have a really weird distaste for people that don't believe aliens could possibly exist. Like they just automatically, I go, wait, you don't believe it's even feasible. Those people aren't real. Like they are just NPCs. Cause every one of us is like sat here at some <laughs> point and just say that again. They're NPCs. Non, non-player control. Okay. Gotcha. Characters. Like, yeah, yeah. Video games. <laughs> like they're not real because <laughs> everyone has sat there at some point in their life and just debated how fucking minuscule, minuscule no, we haven't. are no, they and how there's no way the universe can be, as big as it is, and there's not another life. That's so fucking selfish. No, those motherfuckers believe they are the biggest thing. No. No, they do. I'm telling you, man. I've tattooed some of these motherfuckers. There are some narcissistic fucks They are a glitch in the simulation that is our life. They believe that humans are the not only the most important, but the only important living being, and everything else is here provided to serve us, and we're supposed to either eat it, fuck it, or use it to find things to eat and fuck. I'm guessing they're like Southern Baptists. They always are. Yes, mm-hmm. they are always very religious. But it's weird. Like, people that are that religious, I, I feel like the, maybe they, I wouldn't think they would get tattoos, but they do. Like, I don't know. I know a lady that she's, um, she's to a point where we were talking about, like, I think it was something about The Walking Dead. But I was like, man, all that apocalypse shit, apocalypse shit, to me just seems like if you're there, it would just feel like life because you'd kind of see it coming. It's not going to be overnight like this virus breaks out in an hour. It'll be like a couple months, kind of like the COVID thing. You go, oh, well, shit, I guess I don't need to go to work. I just need to go fucking kill deer and eat them. I mean, and, like, if COVID had, like, some sort of, like, long-term effect that would, like, cause us to fucking eat people and shit. I think it will. Like, a super <laughs> long-term effect. Like, there's no doubt that America would fall to that, like, right now because of yeah, how poorly tomorrow, we're handling this. Tomorrow, like tomorrow if somebody said hey there's no food in walmart a person somewhere in florida would eat another person <laughs> like that minute they'd see it on the news be like there's no food at walmart they wouldn't even go check for themselves and they wouldn't even they go would... to like target or like nah, they would just whole eat a foods person. no they would just eat a person dude there, is there a whole foods in florida out well tampa might have some because they're like a real city but <laughs> the rest of the state doesn't even have fucking whole tampa foods. is just like a normal city planted in the middle of like a mad max type dude. wasteland it's a weird state. It is like, so when I was out there, Mary Lee was telling me part of the, the reason you see so much crazy news come out of there is they don't regulate things the same way as other states do. Like we have rules apparently that govern how much stuff, like how many murders per week the news can publish and things like that. I didn't know. I mean, it might not be like a law, just like a, like a agreement. And Florida has none of that shit. 
So it's really just you're seeing more reality, I think. But the whole country's a little crazy. But the point is, uh, this lady is she's really cool. But we were just like discussing that thing, and she said that if she thought there was going to be an apocalypse, she would kill her kids so that they would go to heaven. And I was like, well, that is, if you're a preacher, that's what you're going for. That's the level of faith you want in your congregation. But I've never thought that anybody had that type of faith. Religion makes people do some fucking crazy shit. Right, but like, okay, let's say if she's right and her kids will go to heaven automatically rather than having to live through some Mad Max shit, then that's something. Their kids will get the, the blessing that is life. And like maybe spray paint their mouths and fucking demolition derby each other, but they get eternal life, eternal life, dog, eternal life. They can get that after. That's regular that, life. That, that was my theory. Medium rare so life. I was saying, why not at least wait until they're in immediate danger? And if it looks like they're gonna suffer, <laughs> I can't even fucking process a person thinking I would kill my kids to save them i mean i get the concept it's a beautiful fucking concept i guess like the most heinous fucked up shit you could possibly think of for your kids no i'm trying to spin it issues deep down i was trying to spin it i don't fucking know man and that's like so my whole family's like super religious and i mean papa bill's not that way about it at all and a lot of my family's not but like some of my family like got me fucking like confused when i was a kid like like everything's super important that's why we talked about jacking off on the podcast that one time not you and me but that's like when I was talking to Joseph, like we did a four hour podcast, like 30 minutes of just beating my meat talk. And I was thinking like, okay, in the future, my kids are going to hear this at some point. They're going to be like, what was dad doing when I was nine? And they're going to look it up and it's going to be like, oh, dad jacks off. That's terrible. But by the time they have access to fucking grown up <laughs> podcast, my theory is I like everybody fucking does. I mean, maybe not all girls. I don't know. There might be females that are 30 that have never masturbated, but it's possible. I don't think a guy's ever made it to twenty without busting at least a hundred oh, handmade no. loads. If like, you like, if you're not if you're not whacking it, you're whack like, it. after like reading your your Bible and sleeping with your hands above the covers, like you're gonna fucking have a wet dream and for some reason be like, dry humping your pillow. Yeah, <laughs> right. like like your body's gonna whack it for you. You might as well whack it. But the point is like, I want that on a shirt. I felt I felt terrible. When I was a kid about masturbating, like I felt like a terrible person. I felt terrible about having any kind of thought about questioning the fact that God might not be real. And basically, like until I was a full blown fucking grown up, I felt like shit. And like the other day I brought up on the podcast talking to Thomas, like I said something that we were talking about depression and how, you know, I was 26 or 27 whenever I first talked to a person and said, you know, since I was like a little kid, I actually don't remember a time not wanting to kill myself. Until started smoking weed, fucking stopped <laughs> giving a fuck. And and the thing is, it was like what I failed to mention in that one that I'm mentioning now is nobody around me from like age 10 to 20 was the reason for that. Like that was just how I process shit. It's not somebody else's fault. It was just issues I had that I can work out myself. And if I couldn't work out myself, I would go to therapy. But the point is like I've the whole last week ever since that podcast i've thought about that every time i'm in the shower i'm like i wonder if somebody will listen to this and be like <laughs> fuck like i guess i fucked andrew's life up because he was depressed as fuck like if my parents or whatever like it wasn't that now i will say if i was less religious i guarantee you i would have been happier like religion was the hardest thing on me i mean i think i would have rather get punched in the face every morning than grow up religious like dead serious like once a day not mike tyson just a regular high schooler one smooth punch of the nose, 
fuck up my face every morning. I mean, like, I, I guess I can, I, I can kind of understand that because I, I, I don't want to say like I grew up depressed or anything. Cause I never got like diagnosed. I think I had like a you super, don't need to be diagnosed. I, I had a super good like come up. So I'm not gonna try yeah. to self-diagnose myself. But I, I grew up like a fairly like sad person, and like I feel like as you grow old and you start to realize how little. A lot of things matter that used to just fucking crush your world waking up every day. Like waking up for high school used to, just, used to be the worst fucking thing ever. I know it's like the cliche uh, high school, like yeah. stereotypical high schooler thing to, to say, but like I fucking hated it every day. But then like as you grow up and like you start experimenting and seeing the real world, and, you know, smoking weed and all that shit. Smoking like, weed makes a huge difference. You hit, you hit like a, a mental breach that you can't put into words where like you almost feel free from these yeah. like cuffs that like you you can't put a label on in the in the words of cat williams it's that chemical called fuck it all exactly you, you hit the blunt one time and you go fuck this light bill but for real like the things that like the shit that doesn't actually matter that we're told our whole childhood or like at least made think in some way or we're just stupid whatever matter like um I don't know how much money you make is a huge one. Like a lot of people are like depressed because they're not making as much money as somebody they're following on Instagram. That motherfucker that posts 10 stacks every morning on his, it's the same fucking 10 G's picture that he's photoshopping <laughs> into different shit. And it was his friend's money. He took that picture three years ago. It's just not even real. Like the whole comparison thing. Like I've heard a lot of people say shit like compare equals despair or comparison is the, the one I heard one time that I, man, I think it was Teddy Roosevelt, but, comparison is the biggest thief of joy or something like that like that is true but more true with instagram like you look at people that it's you're comparing your life to theirs theirs isn't real so i can't imagine like how i grew up versus how like a kid that's you know was born five years ago like a five to ten year old right now like getting their instagram when they're 12 or 13 or whatever and looking at other people that are okay like for example, I don't want my daughter to ever fucking have Instagram, but I also know like being a controlling asshole is not the best way to handle anything because mm -hmm. she's going to end up with an Instagram even if I don't want her to. But the biggest concern I have right now is like her looking at like Kim Kardashian trying to get that butt without surgery that looks like a fucking reindeer trying to walk through your front door or like the fucking Facetune shit. And just like makeup. never being happy with herself. Right. And just looking at just physical appearance or money or whatever that other people are boasting about on the internet and thinking that shit is real. Cause I mean, what percentage of people do you know that their Instagram is a personal Instagram, like not a like tattoo artist or a business. And it actually reflects the reality that is their life, even in a small way. It doesn't. It and never like, does. But I, like this, for every person that I see who doesn't reflect their real life on Instagram, I swear to God, I meet like four or five. Like, it's usually young girls who are like mainly influenced yeah. by this, who are just absolutely not fucking happy with themselves, right. regardless of them just like looking like normal human beings. Like, there's nothing inherently wrong with them. Mm -hmm. It's just that they they see all these other people, and like even if they think they're above all the bullshit of like getting influenced by other people's posts and opinions and shit. Like they're, they're not. They're no. subconsciously like no, beginning to hate you. themselves. And it's like kind of some of the most depressing shit you'll see. And yeah. it, I, I feel like that's a big source of where a lot of uh, the toxicity of the internet comes from is like people just posting about how great their life is when it really isn't that. And you just, you automatically feel like you're, you're below that, that average line and hurt people, hurt yeah. people. And it just spreads like fucking wildfire. But so the counter to that is like, what if you actually have something great happen in your life and then you want to share it and you're like, man, you go, 
oh, if I post this, all it does is makes everybody that's my age that's not able to do that feel like an asshole. So should I post it? Should I not post it? Like, having that thought alone is just a reason I barely have Instagram. Like, I have... Like, have you seen my personal Instagram? No. Well, I'm going to find out how many pictures are on it. It's not like, many. But whenever you're on the, uh, the internet long enough, uh, I feel like you get a good understanding of what is and isn't real. Well, some people do, but some people are fucking retarded. Yeah. Like, and it's not... True. I'm not saying that in a mean way. Like, not their fault. Like, some people really can't figure out... I mean, I know people that no matter what a person says, they take all things as facts. Like, that's a real thing. A lot of people I know, they'll say, oh, yeah, well, she had, like, $20 million in her bank account when she turned 30. And I'm like, I have Did a she bad habit that? of doing that. It's not good, like, man. It, like, if I, if I know someone and we're on, like, friendly terms and they tell me some shit, like, I'm going to believe it until they give me a reason not to. Because yeah. I would hate to not be believed if I told them some wild shit. Yeah. So, my, my Instagram is, like, 40% my dog. And it has like 400 posts, but I'll wait like two or three weeks. It's four days ago, July 2nd and June 20th are the last three posts I made. That's how far apart. Like I just really am not using it much. Um, And it's private. I have 114 followers and I try to keep it that way. Like the people that actually know me, they know what I'm doing with it. They go, oh, this motherfucker is just trying to make sure he has some records of his kids existing in case he loses his fucking phone. (laughs) Like, and I mean, you know, there's people that I don't see all the time that like, I have a few clients that moved away that really like my kids. Like, uh, this chick Val that lives out in where the fuck, like North Dakota. Like, I want her to be able to see some shit from my personal life because she's actually like, we've gone to dinner a couple times and she's met my kids. And Mm -hmm. it's like that duality. Like, yeah between I, tattoo artists and then like father podcaster yeah. ho- like super hobby podcaster's not there yet <laughs> yeah, i mean it's there we, like we you can have say, over 40 episodes like it's there yeah it's 40 this is like 40 this well, is 47 I this think. would be 47 but it's going to be published as like probably 49 or 50 or something i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know when it's getting published it might be 47 anyway i'm supposed to do one with anna Who's the girl that runs the Instagram? And I'm supposed to do one with... The one who... The, the Karen Wrangler? She nope, has that's to email Karen. Oh. Yeah. So the two people that assist me the most in my... Like the behind the scenes people have a name that is spelled the same. It's Anna and Anna. Um, they don't look alike at least. Like I don't get confused when I see them, but I still say the wrong name. You have to give them like horrible nicknames. Uh, no, one just <laughs> saved on my phone is AD and the other's Anna Periscovopoulos. It's actually her name. Her her I think it's like seventeen or eighteen letters long. It's long as fuck, dog. She's uh she's Greek. Ah, that's dope. Yeah. Shout out to booking lady Anna. Um anyway, back to aliens. The like I listened to a podcast the other day where they were talking about fucking does do you know who uh Man, I'm I'm not functioning today. <laughs> fuck. I mean like this, this whole setup, this whole thing high me up. As fuck. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm high anymore. Do I still look high? I mean, like I was high as fuck when I did that tattoo. I know. Can you, we talk about free tattoos and highness? We can, because okay. really, like, really quick, you were doing a free tattoo on me today. It was a crying Mary on my leg, mm-hmm. and uh, you left like a good halfway through it. <laughs> you went outside to go hit your pen, and you came back in and it just looked like a changed <laughs> man. Like you were, you were making eye contact with me or anyone else in the shop. You were just like, you saw a different shop around you, and you had this big shit eating grin on your face. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice <laughs> shop, and you just like looked at me and said, "This is gonna be a good tattoo." <laughs> That sounds about right. So, whoa. Did you hear that? Yeah, I think I, I bumped the, the No, curve. no, no. It was like a whirling sound. This side of town gets sketchy as fuck at night, dude. You'll hear like, all of Lawton gets sketchy as dude, fuck at night. all of Oklahoma's a little weird at night. No, because like, I've been like going to the, the, the Lawton, I think it was on Sheridan, the, the bad one. 
I mean, you said like, the Lawton on Sheridan? Um, I'm sorry, the Walmart <laughs> on Sheridan. Fuck. I got hamster wheel brain. Cut me some slack. <laughs> but uh, they were just like casually fucking hosing blood off the sidewalk because someone got stabbed. It was like late at night. It was yeah. like, kind of fucking cool. Wait, is that not supposed to be a casual activity? I mean, they're just like what doing it like it was a normal thing. Like, cry thing. while like, they do it? I know, but like it was just like. <laughs> it looked super No one was huddled around. There was no like ambulances <laughs> or anything. They were just like. Yeah. No, already- no aftermath. They're like. Fuck boy got stabbed. Like, whoa. <laughs> I guess the, the police said they're not going to do an inspection on this. They don't want to look at the crime scene anyway. We'll just hose it off. That's the other thing. Like, the police, like, with stuff like that, they'll be like, oh, it's pretty cut and dry. Like, a guy stabbed him and ran off. You can clean it up. And it's like, you don't want to look and see if anybody, like, dropped a fucking ID card or something at the scene. Just that, uh, no, that's probably somebody that was here yesterday. It's Walmart. You can keep it. Like, they're pretty laid back about murder around here. But uh, I'm probably going to get sued for saying that. I'm always, like, worried I'm going to get sued. This is all fictional. This is all fictional. Lawton's not even a real place. What are you talking about? Anyway, we talked about free tattoos on the podcast I did with Thomas. So Thomas is the guy that I told you I I had to fire him a long time ago. And Mm -hmm. I told you off air why. Might have told you on air why. We talked about the whole firing thing. And we talked about, like, in the podcast, which you haven't heard yet, we talked about all this shit that went down. And we, like, vaguely touched on the theft issue and, like, you know, tried to keep it. Like, I'm I'm not trying to, like, fucking bash the guy who's willing to come talk to me on a podcast and he's, like, opening his own shop and it looks like things are going to go well for him and all that. So right, No one's was, beyond redemption unless yeah. you're, like, a fucking pedophile or some shit. Right. We had said that earlier today, uh, which I think eventually, I think eventually we'll be able to fix every mental illness and every fucking thing that people do that's fucked up. Like, I think we'll be able to take a murder and, like, turn that murder switch off before they murder people. But until then, I agree with you. Um, and, well, I guess that's still before they do the act. Like, okay. Like, you know how, do you know about Neuralink, the fucking Elon Musk chip in your head? Uh, I saw some memes about it, how you it's can, like, play dope. music in your head and someone's going to hack it and play that one song that goes, like, shoddy. Like, <laughs> oh, I hope not. But anyway, we, we were talking about... Um, free tattoos and he said something along the lines of there's a point in your career where where doing a free tattoo is kind of a waste or i don't know how he worded it but something something to say like at some point you get too good to just be giving your shit away so as a person that will never be too good to give my shit away and doesn't know anybody that is that good either at what point in your career do you think that actually becomes true to where you can't when you start disliking it like, when you, you just stop liking tattooing? Yeah, when, whenever you're like, if you ever get upset about doing something, I mean, you're obviously going to be upset, like, if you're doing your job for free at some point, but, like, for, like, a one-off occasion where you just, like, you did a little extra work or you just mm. uh, did something you'd usually do for free and you're upset about it, I feel like that's when you've lost a passion and you truly aren't enjoying the experience of right. doing it. And that's, that's like, kinda... whenever, like, if, if some shit happens to me, like, slightly inconveniencing me, like, I try to remind myself to brush it off because <laughs> of, like, that exact mentality. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, like, so he said at some point in your career, you get too good to be giving shit away for free. And and I I mean, I didn't like push back like a fucking asshole about it. I mean, I just said like, no, I'm still going to give away free tattoos for a while. Like, I don't think I'm that good. But the thing is, I think if a person says that, and I'm not saying this specifically about Thomas because we talked about it and he doesn't think he's like the best in the world or anything yet. He's pretty humble. But I think there's something somebody told him and whoever it was that told him that, I'm guessing, thinks that they're actually too good to tattoo for free yeah like i'm trying to think of anybody i've ever met in my life that i would say man he's too good to give away his work like i've never i've met nico hurtado i've met fucking ty harris i've fucking ty harris fed me blueberry cobbler gay as fuck like put it right in my mouth 
and was like, oh, it was weird, but I loved it because it's Ty Harris. Um, like, I mean, I one time I got tattooed by Josh Woods. Uh, we were at Lake Tahoe and I was getting tattooed at a convention by a tattooer that's like connected as fuck. And at least 50 of my favorite tattooers of all time came and sat down next to us and talked to Josh and me like, like I'm just a fucking normal person and I'm not trying to, I'm not having weird fantasies about them <laughs> tattooing me in like a candlelit Top Gun sex scene kind like of situation. In, in the in the bathtub right next to a campfire on a yeah. bearskin rug. like. Mm-hmm. But here's where I'm at. I'm saying the, the way that I see myself and the reality of me saying like, I really don't think I will ever be too good to give away free tattoos. And not only that, I don't think Aaron Springs is either. Like he's one of the guys that he's one of the best tattoo artists I've ever fucking seen. He's like the nicest motherfucker living. Tyler Malik, also super nice. And every time I meet one of these guys, I talk to him and I'm like, fuck, like this guy's super down to earth. And he doesn't think he's any, like he doesn't know. Like he has no idea how good he is. He thinks he's normal. Um, but the whole day getting tattooed by Josh, it was like every 10 minutes, like fucking Zach Singer came up. And I know like a lot of these names probably don't sound like a big deal to you, but it's like, if I've heard of Ty Harris before. Yeah. Well, he's done some tattoos on me, but it's like, if we were talking music and I said like in the same day, uh, like Mac Miller and, uh, and Eminem just fucking walked up and started talking to me. And I was hanging out with like Justin Timberlake or something. And it's like, doesn't make sense that they would all be friends, but they kind of are like, that's pretty much what was happening that whole day. But the point is I didn't meet anybody that thought they were too good to give away a free tattoo. I, I don't think any of them think that, I don't know, but if I were to go public on Instagram every morning and say, I love giving away free tattoos. I think people would put less value on my work. I think is the concern some people have when they say I would never do a free tattoo or whatever. Like, do you think that's real or do you think that's paranoid? I mean, I think it's healthy to uh, like love your work enough where you're able to do it for free and not yeah. take any sort of mental hit. But I don't think it's going to be good if like you label yourself as the free tattoo guy. Well, the thing is, if I could, like if I could make, I know this sounds really stupid to say, if I could figure out a way to make the exact same amount of money I make tattooing and not actually charge people to tattoo... I would never charge anybody like ever you, again. Like some charity fund, like yeah, like keep Andrew alive. <laughs> no, Andrew, like, Andrew needs a gold too. <laughs> well, okay, let's for real. Let's say my podcast. Let's say I do the podcast once a week, mm-hmm. and I keep doing it for ten years. And in ten years, I'm getting paid, you know, triple what I make tattooing right now. I might still, for perception's sake, feel like I have to charge people. But the goal would be find people with really good skin that give me creative freedom, that like my ideas. And just tattoo whatever the fuck I want on the people that'll let me. And the ones that won't, just pick the ones with the good ideas. Like, just pick my favorite shit and be like, I don't charge. And people, like, the people that don't get it would be like 90% of the fucking people I want to tattoo, though. That's the problem. Like, I mean, people, like yeah, that way you can, like, hone your craft. And that, that goes back to the, the whole, like, not taking yourself too seriously right. thing. Well, I mean, when I do a free tattoo now, and, like, how I did your whole fucking arm was, I think, uh, somebody canceled or I'm going to be done by five today. Mm-hmm. Like so, we didn't we didn't like plan this out or anything. It was just like, hey, right. I'll let you know when I'm free next. Well, and like it didn't so cut into your time. Before that, what happened is I posted a thing on Instagram and I said, "Does anybody want a free lady face tomorrow at five? And or not Instagram, uh, Snapchat. And I got a huge like, like instantly. <laughs> um, usually, even if I say free, it takes an hour or two for it to kick off, and then there's like five or six, and then once I find somebody, there's fifty. 
10 minutes after that. But this one just like my phone, like if I opened Snapchat, it was moving. It wasn't like, it wasn't a thing where it was like, oh, one person replied. clout level. Yeah, it was really <laughs> weird. So what I did was I looked at the names coming in and then simultaneously I was like, dude, we're doing a podcast anyway. Like, let me just do a lady face on you. And then I messaged you. And now what I'm trying to do is with that list of people that already said yes to total freedom, they just know they're getting a lady face. I can take my time, look through it and message somebody and go, hey, are you available most days after five? If they say yes, I could say, okay, cool. Well, I have this design. Do you like it? Yes. Okay, cool. Can you show me a space you have available for it? Okay, cool. It's not as rushed. It's not that way. Cause like with you, I know you, I know you're just going to come in and let me do it however the fuck I want. It's going to turn out cool. But with them, it's like there's a bunch of different people and the ones that came up first like were people I'd never tattooed before, so I don't know. But I can go through all these questions and then I can say, okay, well, next week or the week after that, whatever, I'll just let you know on days I know I'll be done about five and then have them come in at five or six and then do this huge fucking crazy tattoo, the wing lady thing I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, That way I can have a little bit more of a smooth way of doing this. But the problem with doing that... Let me go over a list of people that wanted to know more details. <laughs> um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Probably about 20 to 25 people were like, I would, but I need this, this, and this, like added to it. And I'm like, no, I said free. <laughs> so, so I guess I do think it, it, to some extent, I think I'm too good to do anything for free. So maybe I'm like not as fucking humble or cool about it as I want to be. But like, I'd rather do any tattoo for free than not do a tattoo. Like, it just seems like really silly for me to, I mean, I did one tattoo today at noon and I knew I was going to be done by about five or six o'clock. I read the description, but I know halfway through the week, if I'm going to be satisfied with doing one tattoo that day or not. And I know next week I'm already not satisfied with doing one tattoo. Like also last week I was supposed to do four portraits mm-hmm. in four days. I was supposed to have four portraits. All of them changed the design before they showed up. Portraits are my favorite thing. One of them changed to a completely different thing. The other one changed to like, well, it's kind of a portrait, but it's not really. And then one was a, a cat, but they didn't want a portrait of their cat. They just wanted like a cat. So I, I got to do something cool. But I like I like it when it's like a little bit of a challenge and like, hey, his eyes a little weird. Can you, you know, that's my favorite thing about it. Oh, every time I see you do like a pet tattoo yeah. and like the, the pet will have like some sort of quirk to it, like yeah. uh, maybe a weird like fur pattern uh-huh. or like uh, like the eye will be like slightly like bent almost. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to describe the iris, I guess, not the yeah. eye. They'll have like a weird wonky one pupil or whatever. Uh-huh. And the thing is, most tattoo artists, I think, correct that when they do it. And I always ask like, hey, you realize this dog's got cataracts. So you realize like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I like it. I think it's cool. Ma'am, your dog is retarded. <laughs> <laughs> your dog's got fucking problems, man. But uh, the, like one of my favorite tattoos I ever did, it's the dog has two different colored eyes. And I think a lot of people think I got lazy and forgot to color in the second <laughs> eye. <laughs> no, that, that makes it like more yeah. uh, like personal. Yeah, it makes it really fun for me. But uh, anyway, last week I, I did my normal schedule and then I added one. It might have been two weeks ago. I added one that was a trade. Same way I did yours at like five o'clock and it was for my son. He can't hear this yet, so it's cool. He's getting a Nintendo Switch for his motherfucking birthday. Oh, my brother bitch. was telling me about that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Andrew was talking about uh, trading a Switch yeah. for like a full tattoo. Yeah, so I did a... Well, it was like some kind of special edition Switch, so it worked out great. Like the, the tattoo value and the Switch actually would be close, 
where I think usually a Switch is under 300 bucks, right? I mean, like, right now, they're super fucking rare. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, of COVID, they all got, like, bought out. Mm-hmm. And they were selling for a little bit on eBay for, like, 600 bucks, which is double the retail price right. for just a normal one, not even, like, limited edition one or whatever. Yeah, so I don't know what this was, but it's supposed to be special, and it was supposed to be six new, mm-hmm. like, back before COVID. He played with it. He said three times. Uh, he had one game he didn't even open. And I was like, that's perfect. Like, Asher's not going to give a fuck if somebody played with it once. Like, he doesn't, like, he's, I mean, he probably wouldn't know anyway. He'd just be like, a Switch. But if you told him you got it at a garage sale for four bucks, it wouldn't make a difference to him where some people would be like, what if somehow he like he figured out about the podcast right like right now he's like <laughs> tented up under his bed sheets like hovering over his phone like oh yeah like flipping the fuck out i'd be the most wholesome fucking thing <laughs> that would be really funny but the problem with that is then he would wonder why i talk about people eating somebody's asshole he'd be like do they use a fork <laughs> like is there i feel like you'd have to fry it he's and taking it notes ranch. like questions to ask dad when <laughs> Like older <laughs> dip it in ranch question mark and he underlined said, it like five times and he has like a little sketch of like, like a hidden valley next to it <laughs> and he's over there like doing all this writing it he's got the like crazy fucking conspiracy theorist shit on the he wall hasn't with slept the strings in days <laughs> just so like crumpled up fucking mountain dews oh capri Crumple suns everywhere in his room <laughs> oh, mom what is eating ass I, I have to know <laughs> i have to make that a movie now do you think he would be willing to do like a movie scene for me like just sign he, his rights away when he's young he won't know what the contract means <laughs> <laughs> now he can read uh that's the problem he'll he'll be like um yeah sure i don't so i have some problems with it says <laughs> further stipulations and i don't know what that's referring to you're like how did you know that I uh, I asked somebody. We're the only two people in here. You fuck. What the? Why are you like this, man? He's hilarious. I need to do podcasts with him more. Like, so I did when I first started. It like, I went everywhere for advice, and uh, somebody said like, just do them with people you're comfortable with. If you're having guests, like that's like, don't have strangers until you feel like you know what you're doing. So I still don't have a lot of strangers on here, but. Uh, I did one with my daughter. I did one with one of my friends that I've been tattooing for like eight years. Uh, I did one with my son. And then my youngest daughter heard that we did a podcast. She didn't even know what a podcast was, but she had to be on one. So we have a four-minute one where she just goes, chicken. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. But the point is, uh, I I was thinking I would run out of shit to do. But as we're talking about this, I think a podcast with Asher while he's missing his two front teeth would be fucking adorable. And I know I think that, but I also know everybody listening to this right now is like, please, not another one with your fucking kids. I, like, hey, fuck you, bitch. My kids are cute. <laughs> Suck a fat dick, motherfucker. Um, unless you're a kid, and then don't. That would be fucked up. Then it'd be grooming, <laughs> which you could explain what the fuck happened with Chris. Did- oh, Chris D'Elia. Okay. Chris D'Elia. So I don't know. This That's the thing. So Chris D'Elia got in trouble, and I don't know how to define trouble, but like Twitter was a problem for him. And so first off, do you know about his character on the show, You? No. Okay, so there was a TV show called You that was like a lifetime show that got bought out by Netflix. It's a sneaky fucking like serial killer dude that's real creepy. And girls fell in love with him because they just want to get fucking murdered for some reason. People just love the idea of getting locked in a fucking basement and murdered. Same. I don't fucking know. But so Chris played a guy on the show, You, that was a comedian named like Hansy or not Hansy. Hinzy? Hindi? Yeah, his last name was Henderson, but he went by Hindi. So basically he played himself, a comedian. Mm-hmm. And his comedy style was very similar to reality. And the character, like, within a few episodes, I think he's only on, like, four or five episodes, he is, like, grooming all these girls that are, like, in their young teens and, like, 
you know, saying shit that makes it sound like he would never, ever cross that line. Like, hey, you know, I don't need you coming over to my house when there's nobody else here. Like, trying to, like, all this shit to make him feel comfortable. And then eventually it turns out he's a fucking child molester and he has, like, this dungeon where he, like, brings little girls and fucking does fucked up shit, takes pictures and all that. So that's on a TV show playing a fucking character. But in reality people said that he was doing something similar in, in real life. And I've heard a hundred different versions of it now, but if I understand correctly, nothing stuck and nothing was illegal that he did, but everything was a little creepy, but he would have girls. And I don't even know if it was creepy. So I've heard two different sides of it. I've heard he was messaging underage girls. And then I hear people that knew more about the story saying, well, he was messaging them asking, how old are you? Because their accounts are private and they messaged him first saying something that would insinuate they wanted some kind of relationship. I'm thinking if you're a fucking famous comedian and actor, you don't answer your DMs anyway. Yeah. But apparently, like, he would have a lot of girls that are, like, 14, 15, 16, messaging him on Instagram, and then he would say, how old are you? And if they say an age, he would say, okay, bye, and then not talk to them. And that's all the proof they have of anything that, last time I checked, of anything bad he did is, like, he's responding, he's asking, how old are you? And then saying bye, because they're young and he's going to get in trouble. But clearly something more than that had to happen for people to freak the fuck out, I would think. Like, I mean, anyone will turn something like that into a big fucking deal if it'll give them, like, a good headline for people to click on, generate revenue. Okay, but, like, dude, somebody's career could have been ruined. I don't know. Like, I think he's fine, but, like, that doesn't matter. He doesn't care. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, like, the the thing with me is, uh, uh, like, it, everything he he's done according to all his friends is like he is a little bit creepy and into girls that are young but legally young like he's like probably in his 30s and he likes girls that are like 21 but that's not like we were saying earlier like that's not fucking cool but it's not a crime like and i don't know how old he is i don't know a lot about him it's a crime against humanity if you're like 50 like hit on like a 19 i don't think he's 50 shit. let's i mean no but like that was just an example yeah oh yeah, yeah. he's like mid just a... 30s maybe oh uh chris D'Elia is yeah Maybe. You're talking about that one thing? Hold on. How old is Chris D'Elia? Chris D'Elia is 40 years oh. old. Okay, he's 40. God damn, what? He's 40. All right, so it still doesn't say... Oh, he's got a spouse. Oh, shit. All right. The point is, um, it was really fucking weird, whatever went on with him. And it sounded like maybe he's a little bit creepy or maybe he's a full-blown child molester or maybe he did nothing wrong. And and then here's why I think he probably didn't do anything wrong because the story just went away overnight. Like it was like a huge thing for a couple weeks and then I haven't heard anything at all. Um, but also you would think a bunch of comedians would address it because when Ari Shafir, remember when Kobe died? Did you hear what happened with Ari Shafir? No, I was in BMT when Kobe died. You were in? Basic training. Black mesa tomatoes yes that too but your inside tomatoes okay so ah uh, fuck this was weird so kobe died and ari shafir a comedian that is not near as um funny on the internet as he is in person he's hilarious as a regular comedian but he does dumb shit he thinks is funny that's not funny one of those things is he when people die he makes like a bad obituary like he'll like live stream on twitter and, like, let's say you died. I'm like, today we lost a piece of shit. <laughs> this fucking lazy airman. But it's like like a roast. Mm -hmm. But he would say it 
I'd love that. It I'd would be, be funny. Can I get one of those? Like, right. honestly? No, like, so it would be funny, except he did it with Kobe, and he was, like, saying, he like, it included the daughter, and, like, it was real. I don't even remember what he said, but it was real okay, fucked when up. you bring kids into it. It was weird. Yeah. No, it wasn't good. Um, so all of his friends within 24 hours, everybody that he knew that had a podcast was talking shit about him. Like he was a fucking terrible person. And I was like, okay, they all know him though. He like, he's, he's just crazy. He's not like, he's not doing that to hurt people. He doesn't like something doesn't click in his head. He doesn't realize that that is actually going to make people so upset that it's fucked up and he shouldn't say it. I just couldn't imagine like, imagine being his, uh, his wife, Kobe's wife and like, yeah. Seeing that, just trying to like scroll through your feed and see what you, like fans are talking about your husband. Yeah, yeah. So that was the thing. Like, the point is, everybody that knew him, like everybody that knew Ari Shafir personally, within like three days, had an episode of their podcast where they're like, "And fucking man, I wish Ari would have talked to me first before he just ruined his career." Like, he's you know he he's he used to be a good person, but now I don't know, and like all this shit. And it's like, okay, he fucked up once. And it's like, yeah, it's fucked up. I mean, up. these people want to sustain their image and like take that moral high ground, so people are like right, more but, attached to them. But why did nobody say anything about Crystalia? Because either they know something or they know it can't be true. I don't know which one. Maybe they don't want to get involved at all because you don't want to be seen as a sympathizer. Maybe. Or what if they knew that he was doing fucked up shit and they don't want to be seen as somebody that knew all along and didn't. Maybe do they have fucking like, ties or some shit. Or maybe they'd get killed. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Oh, also that fucking book that you asked what I was listening to. Uh. It's called Chaos, CIA, something, something, something. Uh, anyway, it's about Charles Manson. Charles Manson, I'm. we're halfway through the book. I think he's kind of <laughs> Epstein-y. I think he was blackmailing motherfuckers. I think he was, I think he was like a, an informant of some kind. And then he ended up with some information that was really powerful that made him able to do anything he wants for the rest of his life until he was too fried. But that motherfucker was fried on acid. Mm-hmm. I got to stop fucking with this. It makes a terrible noise. I'm, I'm, I have the, I'm the most fucking fidgety fuck. But anyway, um, Epstein, let's get into it. I've asked a lot of people, do you think Epstein is dead? Yes. Have we talked about Epstein on the last one or no? We did for short. Shit. Okay. But really quick, I, I think Epstein's, have you seen his uh, autopsy photos? Cause like there's a photo of his no. dead body. Like no. you can see clearly see like where he was like choked around his neck. Right, that makes and more sense to me because that like they wouldn't post a photo of anybody's dead body. I so can't I'd remember. Say he's alive. I can't remember if it was a. I've fucking seen the photo of my eyes. I can't remember if <laughs> I got it was Photoshop, a, bitch. Uh, a mortician or a forensic investigator, but they were looking at the the wound on his mm-hmm. neck from you know quote unquote being hung and said he's definitely strangled. In the pressure from where like. It usually be like when you hung yourself. I, th- I think it'd be on the front because mm-hmm. all your weights can push to that one. Like it's funneling to that one point. Somebody broke his shit. It back wasn't here. there. It was the pressure was like evenly yeah. placed, uh, like all around the sides and uh, of his neck and all the way to the front. And there wasn't like a noticeable more like amount of force on the front. Because he was murdered. Because he was murdered. Or but this that's was just what they some, want you to think. Yeah, I know because <laughs> this is just some fucking Reddit comment. But I'm like, this is like if this guy's really a forensic uh, investigator or whatever yeah. he was. And no. all this shit does add up. That's fucking massive. Why are we not investigating that? Like, Well, the guy that did his autopsy also did George Floyd's, JFK's, Martin Luther King Jr.'s. And yeah, that's weird, right? But the guy had hmm. a TV show. So no, I, I have two theories. I, it's either it's either that guy's the best of the best, so that's who they get when it's they a high They fucking profiling. lost JFK's brain. What do you mean best of the best? <laughs> Maybe it was after that that he came in. <laughs> the point is... Uh, the same guy did all those autopsies and that's weird as fuck to me. And 
I've never seen a picture of a dead celebrity in my fucking life. I know there's some pictures of Lenny Bruce out there. There's like hella. No. I think Kobe's autopsy pictures got released. No. Tupac's did. Maybe I'm just smart enough not to look. I mean, like, if you look at, like, the DPs... Tupac's yeah. not dead. What are you talking about? I He's mean, in Cuba, bitch. I, uh, there's another conspiracy where oh, the tattoos... I was joking. I don't believe that. The tattoos on Tupac's autopsy photos don't match up with the tattoos he had in real life. So they made a dude kind of look like him and kill him is the theory? I legitimately believe that Tupac, Biggie, and Elvis all died the way we think they died. Yeah. I, I don't think... I don't think there's that much, like, out there with conspiracy shit, but... I will say, if I was Justin Bieber right now, I would have myself fucking fake killed and move. I would buy an island. I would actually, I feel like Epstein's Island's probably cheap right now. You'd probably get a deal. But uh, I would buy an island and I would go to that island for like a year and grow a beard and gain some weight and fucking, then every time I go on vacation, I would put on contacts and I would actually legitimately borrow somebody's whole identity. I would find somebody about my age, about my height, a little heavier than me, and I would try to get as close as I could to matching all their shit and have them travel with me in a way that it's like it's not illegal, but I buy a ticket and anybody that like I just once I get to where I'm going, I just introduce myself as that guy and that guy has no fucking name. Like we just give him a new fake identity, like a, you know, alias. He goes by Bob. I take <laughs> his name. I have an ID to match my name, a credit card to match my name. It's all his shit. And I just give him money. I say, hey, here's 10000 That's what I'm going to spend on your credit card today. Let's party. Um, that's what I would do. I would fucking get out before it ruins my entire life. Because I feel like Justin Bieber has the hardest fucking life ever. And I know I defend him too much. I mean, like right now... It's a lot better than it used to be. I mean, I think he is getting forced to tour amidst all this COVID bullshit. No, I bullshit. think he just got accused of rape. Oh, no, he, he was cleared. Never mind. Yeah, he cleared okay. himself yeah, with all the receipts yeah. and shit. We talked about that yeah. last one, See, it, that's why we shouldn't do a podcast a week apart. But anyway, go ahead. And uh, on, like, I feel like a lot of the pressure is off of him now. He's, he's gotten clean off of drugs and like... He's become, like, a respectable being. I just kind of wish, like, the, the fucking stale meme that is, oh, Justin Bieber is so fucking lame-hearted. Like, that would go away. Even though I don't like his music. I, I don't, don't either. But <laughs> you got to feel bad for how much pressure can get put on, like, one right, person. Right, but, like, like name any celebrity. Britney Spears. Okay, I could not <laughs> be Britney Spears. First off, she's been kidnapped. It's fucked up. Her kids got taken. No, like, her dad has, like, legal, like, mm-hmm. custody she's of her. She's got, like, the, the rights of a 17-year-old, like, yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's really weird. I'm sure there's something a little off, but like I don't think anybody's taking care of her. I think they're taking advantage of her. And then being sexually harassed and well, practically assaulted uh, all throughout her younger years. Like when she was like 16, 17, she was doing videos of like Method Man, Snoop Dogg and all that. And there's an interview where Method Man even like admits where like he's like, you got a fat ass for a white girl and like grabs her ass. And she was 17 at the time. He was 28. Ugh. And there's like another... Uh, picture where snoop dogg even though I, I, I love uh his music and that entire culture of, <laughs> of like old hip-hop music um where he's practically just like straddling her and like yeah. holding her ass and she's underage in that photo as well i never even thought about that aspect of it that's fucked up but like okay miley cyrus would be another example like mm-hmm. everybody talks so much shit when and i mean i did too like i i was like what the fuck is this bitch doing when she like she you know cut her hair real short and did a bunch of nudes and like was twerking but she doesn't twerk she just like tiptoes left or right (laughs) like just all this different like this clearly like her just losing her shit Mm -hmm. i think people intentionally try to wreck their career i think that's what she was doing i i at the time thought she was trying to get more attention 
I think she was like, if I just fucking make everybody hate me, then I, w- I can go to Walmart. When you're a controversial <laughs> icon like that, you'll gain a, a cult following. Yeah, no matter what you do. And there's, like, I would rather have, like, 5,000, like, hardcore, like, diehard fans if I was, like, in their position yeah. than, like, fucking 100,000 just normal fans. Because, right. like, those 5,000 will support you so hard. Go to, like, all your concerts and shit or do whatever, and you'll get so much money. And also, you'll have a genuine connection with the people who, like, you make right. art for. So, I guess what I'm saying is, I would never want to be famous. And I know whenever, like, okay, my daughter, she's nine. She, this is a list of her things she wants to be or have: a millionaire, a billionaire, or a trillionaire. Uh, G wagon, because I talk about G wagons a lot, because like that is kind of like the like, okay, I've officially made it. If I have enough money to pay my bills for 20 years. I'm buying a fucking G-Wagon, bitch. But I don't think that's happening for a while. But the point is, um, she wants to be famous. She wants to be a millionaire or a billionaire or a trillionaire. She wants to be a tattoo artist and a, and a hairstylist and do people's makeup and be a professional singer and a professional dancer. And all. This. And I'm like, okay, all that sounds fun except for famous and billion and trillionaire. I mean, like right now, Jeff Bezos could fucking buy the whole country. He could uh, change so many people's so, lives. Yeah. But if I was Jeff Bezos, I think I actually, like, his life so far doesn't sound terrible. That's the exception to every single super wealthy person I can think of. It sounds fucking horrible to me. Like, having a million sounds great. Or even two million, but being like... I think we even talked about this in the last podcast. Like, on how you could sit on that amount of money and not feel bad. Uh, Because I'm getting, like, deja vu. I don't remember talking about that. It could have been someone else. No, probably. Because I, like, I feel like if I was Jeff Bezos, like, yeah, it would be pointless. Like, I would probably put, you know, one billion in a savings account. That and that pays would a really change good... your life? None. No, but I'm like, saying, like, oh. I would I would set aside one billion and that's what I would, I would live off of the interest of one billion. And then I would figure out things to do that make me feel good. Not necessarily like, oh, look how charitable I am. But things that I can give away the money, donate the money to. Change the, wor- the way with... the world yeah, works. like, okay, for example, uh, electric vehicles, I think, are kind of a revolutionary thing that we need to steer into. Like, so maybe just do a thing where every day I buy somebody a Tesla, or every minute, or every hour, or however often they produce Teslas, just buy people Teslas. Just be like, hey, you drive a Camry? Tesla, bitch. I would go straight to Oprah on strangers. That'd be a, like a really dope topic because I, I honestly think electric vehicles are inevitably the future. Yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're going to run out of oil at some point, but like <laughs> the government's not letting us dive into that life-changing uh mode of transportation yet because they have a grip on the oil industry right now so like i I don't know if it's time for me to put on my fucking tinfoil hat or not nah no that's not i mean i don't think anybody thinks that's a crazy theory to think like the government doesn't want to super incentivize electric vehicles while they still want to make it look like they do a stigma (laughs) maybe it's because i'm in the fucking south and we all have an average iq of potato that uh, but there's still a stigma around a lot of electric vehicles that they're not as useful as oil ones like oh you can't go 300 miles without it running out of battery oh you yeah. can't you can't haul this you can't haul that do but you want then, me like, to disprove a lot of myths tesla is fucking you be disproving the, that themselves you be the redneck and i'll tell you something about a tesla why well, like, can't i get into the walmart sorry <laughs> i mean uh all right if i was a redneck you know just sat sat there had a bunch of fucking lip i'm chewing my lip i think it's called dip. chew dip not dip, lip yeah not you had dip but in your I'm, lip i have hamster wheel brain i'm no cha. better i'm no better than them cha is it cha 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 job you know cha. i'm giving myself a cha job <laughs> there you go oh, anyways if i said that uh electric vehicles don't don't last long enough to be usable or if they don't haul enough <laughs> you're not even making any sense i know I'm i said not. the the electric vehicles don't work okay so 
here's the thing. Teslas are more powerful, have more towing capacity, and are faster than any car you can buy for the same amount of money. Period. Like, if you can prove me wrong on a car you can buy, I don't mean you could build a car from a fucking thing with $50,000. I mean, go to a car dealership, buy a car that will outrun a Tesla for the same price. I don't think they exist. Out tow, I don't think they exist. Like, a F-150 versus a Tesla, Tesla wins on towing. Like, it'll pull more shit. Um, also, the 300-mile thing, get a double battery pack, you go six. If you set it up on, like, the economy mode, you can go 650, like, in most of the Teslas. Um, they're older models. I don't know if you can do that, but you can go, okay, name a time when you can't take a two hour break driving 650 fucking miles where you're not going to want to take a two hour break. I can't. It's impossible. Like, that's stupid. Why the fuck would you drive 700 miles straight? Like you're going to get out of the car and and you still have to get gas. Getting gas takes, you know, 10 minutes. I mean, like 500 miles is roughly like eight hours, right? For being like realistic. Probably. I'm not really sure. I know we're going about a thousand and it's supposed to take 20 to get to North Carolina. So like I, I know whenever uh, you PCS for the military, you're not allowed to drive more than eight hours at a time or five, 500 miles, whichever comes first. Okay. So it's probably close. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is you can, the, so Tesla's first off new, like I know they've been around for 10 years or something, but they're not, they're not Chevy. But one of the things that they've been trying to do is build an infrastructure of charging stations and also battery swap stations. So eventually their goal is to have a place where you pull up, you take your 300-mile battery, you drive over this thing, you pay $40 or $50, something like that, and they swap your battery out right now, or you pull up to the supercharger for 30 minutes and you charge up. So if you're in a hurry, two minutes versus 30 to an hour or two, depending on the car and charger and how many people are charging all kinds of other factors. But... Let's say you have a Tesla and you have to pull up at one of these stations. If we just had half as many of those as we have gas stations, or even a quarter, or even fucking one for every are fifty, fucking everywhere. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Like, how are these? How is this a sustainable business when like, there'll be like two luckies right next to each yeah. other? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like on the way to Wichita Falls, like when you're going to Wichita Falls, there's a Seven Eleven across the street from a Seven Eleven on the highway. It throws me off. I love that. It's so weird. Like you could take the exit and go under the bridge. But one gets more traffic going one direction and the other gets it from the other direction because people are so lazy. They just want to shoot off straight into the gas station. They can't even go left under the bridge or right under the bridge. I hope the workers there have like feud battles. Like they'll lean out the window like, You're, you guys' donuts fucking taste like shit, Carl. <laughs> I think they do. I bet they do. So the thing is, the one I go to usually uh, because I'm lazy too. Like let's say I, back when I worked in Wichita Falls, I'd be headed home. I would pull off on the right side of the road because that's the fucking easy one. And the other one would close early. I'm assuming they're both busy in the day. Maybe even the same guy owns both of them. I don't fucking know. But I just thought it was the dumbest shit ever. And they'll have two different gas prices sometimes. Like, let's say it's like 204 at one. It might be 220 at the other. You're like, <laughs> it's literally across the street. Um, and it's not like they're competitor. I mean, they, I guess they are, but it's 7-Eleven. It's the same fucking company. It's just, it's fucking strange to me. But the point is, if we had... Okay, let's say Lawton. I mean, real guess, would you say we have like 90 gas stations? I have no idea. 30? A million? I think it's up in the 50s. It's probably, uh, yeah, it's, I would say 55. Sounds right. Are you going to ask Siri? What are you doing? I'm going to Google it. Keep How talking? Are you, do you think it's going to be a list or just, or are you going to count gas stations here? Anyway, if you had one. You think I'm going to count that? I just fucking stumbled through like three sentences earlier trying to talk about Teslas. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, if you just, if you had one in Lawton. Where you could do the battery swap, and two where you can charge. 
It feels like a big one where like you can handle that many people coming in and out well, all the time. Let's put it like this. Everywhere that there's a loves in Oklahoma, everywhere that there's a loves, you just put the fucking battery swap and the superchargers in there and then nobody has a problem anymore. The problem people have is the technology that goes with the batteries and shit like that isn't as readily available as gasoline yet because we just started doing this shit and it's new. But if you go anywhere in like a big city like Ikea in uh, Frisco, they have charging stations all over the fucking outside of it. And anywhere bigger than Frisco, they clearly are going to have charging stations all over the fucking place. Uh, we almost bought a Tesla, but <laughs> it was... My wife and I don't usually agree on a lot 57. of things. 57. Sorry, 57? I just counted. 57 Damn. gas stations. I just okay. counted it on Google. That's a lot. So we we were thinking about buying a Tesla, and it was like a little out of our, like, okay, my max on a car is less than a Tesla. But I was thinking if it's a Tesla, you know, then you don't have to they, buy gas. They're pretty cheap. Base models are like 39K. Like, yeah. Well, it's like by the time you actually get it out the door and how you want it, it's probably like 50. But you said pretty cheap, and then you said 39 I mean, for, like, what it is. That's it's amazing, but I'm saying it's still a car, and I like to pay way less than $39,000 okay, for a fucking that's car. That's fair. I was seeing it as less as a car, more of, like, a... Like like a thing, like, like a, a toy. This is a mark of, like, a change in how our world could work. Right. It really is, though. So, the list of reasons we didn't buy one. The one my wife likes is 130 God damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh... The the size of the one that the so the X would be what we would need to put the whole family in. Uh, the X is also it's like you know low one hundreds. I think it's like one ten or something. Like I think you can get it under that, but it was going to be about one ten, which is way too much for a car. Um, but for what it is, that's a great fucking price. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not at all saying it's overpriced, but it was like to get the kids in it. The X is perfect because it has those fucking Falcon Wing doors, and you can like pop the kid in there. It's easy. Um, but she doesn't like the way the X looks. I don't like the price of the X and the S, but I do like the price of the E. Uh, also, I love how the, the acronyms for spell the, sexy. Yeah, sexier. Yeah. Well, it, so it was supposed to be sexy, and then they had to. They got sued, or at least threatened a lawsuit by Mercedes, so they changed the E to a, a three. But the point is, um, there were a few things, but the battery thing wasn't a big factor. Like I was looking at it, and we mapped out trips we would go on, and like. This was pre-COVID, though. Like, now I get it because I, I would usually fly to North Carolina when I fucking drive. And I feel we're like about this to drive. wouldn't be an issue. I mean, that's an essential, like, quote-unquote. No, no, no. Essential. I'm saying, like, I would usually fly if I'm going to be in the car for 20 oh, hours. Oh, okay. And now I'm going to drive 20 hours because I don't want to fucking fly right now. So the difference would be I would go, well, anytime we go anywhere further than Austin, we just uh, we fly anyway. So the furthest we would need the car to, to go is Austin was my take on it. Also, we have two cars. Like, it's not like she drops me off at work every day. And I say we have two. We have, like, six cars. But <laughs> we have two that we use all the time. So I was thinking, I'll have my car. You have this car. Or we switch. Um, but when they, when Tesla comes out with a car that we can fit the kids in or we don't need to fit the kids in in car seats anymore that's super affordable, uh, like, you know, 50, 60K, for what it is, I think I'll I think I'll spend too much on a car to have a Tesla. I mean, I, they're trying on that right now. I mean, they're obviously becoming more affordable, especially yeah. like the Cybertruck. It looks very stripped down. Mm-hmm. Like, it, don't get me wrong, it looks fucking dope. But yeah, I would have sex. The with interior that truck. is very uh, minimalist. Minimalistic. That's what yeah, else looking for. Which is what I like. I would <laughs> lick that truck. My cousin pre-ordered one. I don't know if he's actually going to end up getting one. 
but the pre-order was like 200 bucks and it was basically like a show of confidence for shareholders type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost pre-ordered one and I didn't even think I was going to buy one ever. I was just like, I'll fucking pre-order it anyway. Fuck that shit. <laughs> like just <laughs> like it's, it's refundable. And then I was like, well, that's a stupid attitude. But yeah, the Cybertruck, like I might have to have a Cybertruck too. Those things are dope. It does look so cool because like cars have looked the same way for so long. Yeah. But, like, what's another argument against electric vehicles? Like, I really don't understand why you wouldn't like them. Um, they think that, like, one of the big claims on it is that they're more environmentally friendly, but mm-hmm. that the electricity from the plant causes mm-hmm. more pollution than the vehicle would. I don't, I think when we're, maybe the type of electricity we have here, sometimes we have, like, coal and shit like that, I think, to provide electricity I mean, maybe like, is the thing they're but saying. But think about how much that's being generated is being used for your car. Think about this. You get three Tesla Powerwalls for your house. It's all solar panels. It runs your whole fucking house. And then you charge your car and your house all off of sunshine, bitch. How's that bad for the environment? That's... We could get real thorough and say you had to mine for the batteries, though, if you want to, oh, like, yeah. devil's advocate time. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's so fucking crazy. It's like, like a big diamonds. domino effect of, like, yeah. if you just, like, look at any object, like the phone in my hand mm-hmm. or anything, just, like, this came from that, that came from this, and, like, this long yeah. fucking domino effect. Of, at some point, it's really shitty for the world. And, right. Like, <laughs> so if you want to eliminate that, what we do is we... A new plague, human or leeches. No, we only (laughs) wear the clothes that we already have. We never buy clothing again. We only eat food we can grow in our backyard and we walk to work and we tattoo with fucking wind up wheel thingies that don't require electricity outside during the sun time. And we don't watch any TV. We don't have any phones. If we want to send a letter, we get a carrier fucking pigeon. That's what I think we should go to if we're going to complain about batteries. Which do you think sounds better? Electric cars? Or being Amish. Or be- Dude, actually, okay, so I I think I would like being Amish. I think it would take me six months to adjust, and I think I would like it if, and this is a big if, if I could have solar-powered batteries for my tattoo equipment. That's literally the only thing I think I would be like, I can't. I can't give that up. I feel like at some point you'd get tired of just like building barns and playing no, stickball. No, because I, I would be tattooing. I'm fucking. Oh, okay. Maybe you know those too. bitches have never had a proper uh, tongue lashing. Oh, yeah. Like if you're you Amish. You can show them what's up on the, like, you know, the outside the wire. Like Yeah. I'd be like, hey, Brandy, here, we got to go give another lesson. And she'd be like, I thought we were married. We're in an open Amish relationship. You open know this. Amish relationship. Let's, so you do the wax and we're going to have to use natural beeswax to rip all that fucking bush off. And then I'm going to show them how it's done, son. And then she could, you know, tell them what, what's happening. She could explain the science and then it wouldn't be bad. I don't think she's going to okay that. Nah. But if we were Amish, I'm pretty sure we'd have to fuck more. That's all I'm saying. Like, if you're Amish, you're going to fuck a lot. I feel like if you're Amish, you just get bored and, and you sad fuck. a lot. You just like, will sit there. I don't think so. I think they're the happiest people. I would be, like, legitimately... I mean, it'd be I cool. Think, I'm not even playing. It'd be cool to live with them yeah. for like a week. Just leave all your no. shit behind and go see what their their days like that. Like a year. Mm, mm. I don't know about if that. If you brought one, somebody too. to fuck with you, or you were single and you're just fucking. I'm sorry, but like, dude, hey. there's gonna be so much fucking. Okay, here's what we'll do. Challenge today. We both join a, a cult of some sort that doesn't have power. Actually, I just realized it's hot as fuck. We gotta go somewhere where it's nice and cool. Because if we are there, almost people in Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm not I mean, doing there, that shit here. I mean, there's some in Indiana, I remember we'd be driving down the highway, and then, like, you'd have to move for them, because they'd, yeah. they'd have the little fucking carriage yeah. going down the highway. Yeah, <laughs> i heard. Where's, like, the Amish capital? Like, Pennsylvania? Something like I that? I want to say it's, like, a little bit northeast, but not to the point of, like, New York and Rhode Island. Yeah. Like, right below that. So, like, Ohio, Pennsylvania? Indiana. Pennsylvania? 
Pennsylvania. I feel like Pennsylvania is in there. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I think Pennsylvania, but the point is, if I were Amish, I think I legitimately believe it would take me six months, and that I think I would be a happier person because all the negative things we talked about today don't exist in the world. Like literally every negative thing we've mentioned today doesn't exist. People arguing over fucking which car is better, social media, batteries. Fucking, I mean, yeah, sure. Those, you know, those are shitty things, but like the ability to look up any fact. Yeah. No, I think that's amazing from, like, too. The shit in your hand, or be able to call emergency, like firefighters and ambulances and shit at any moment. That's fucking dope. Oh, I think they have the old ring ring out there. Entertainment the is like fucking crazy. Like, yeah, podcasts. Podcasts, podcasts exactly. Cool. No, I'm not saying I think that all this shit's bad. I'm just saying I do think there's something to the Amish lifestyle. I think they have something figured out. We yeah, ne- we'll never. I think we should all do our days off as Amish. I mean, I say that and I haven't ever tried it, but I think we should all try it. Like your just, family would be so fucking pissed at you. Your kid dude. would write a book if you came home one day. It's like, pack your bags. We're going to go live with the Amish for a little bit. <laughs> your kids would up. despise you. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be worth it have if we just did like, it on the weekends. Di- um, have you read the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books? I, like, no. I grew up on those. And no. like When the dad comes home with like some shitty fucking vacation idea... that's what it'd be i'm gonna have to read those books now so no i'm thinking of it like this okay i think you're right kinda but i think if we were out there like my favorite trips so far have been ones where we're like at the beach all the time or we went to arkansas not too long ago we just were like hey where's drivable that's cheap that we can go whatever hot springs arkansas for like a week we thought ireland was your favorite that's my favorite by myself. Oh. Uh, so, like, my wife and I went there. But with the kids, I think um, all we did was fished, rode around on a fucking uh, inflatable raft thing, and played in the water for, like, 10 hours a day. And we didn't need, like – I mean, yeah, I took pictures of them doing it and shit, but we didn't need any technology to have fun. I think if we did weekends only – and, I mean, two days not – I take three days off because I'm lazy as fuck. I actually don't do anything. I'm the laziest person I've ever met. I'm joking. I do a lot of shit. <laughs> um, I think if we did two days a week where we do it straight Amish style, not with Amish people. We just go, hey, no phones, no TVs, campfire, matches, fishing rods, fucking good food that we already cooked in a microwave or whatever we got to do. I don't know. But, like, if you did, like, a thing like that, it'd just be like camping. It'd just be like, oh, we just we camp in a cabin on these days. I think my kids wouldn't mind. I, uh, my oldest one would probably be like, I need a phone, Dad. I need a phone. <laughs> Where's my phone? But, like, most of the shit we do that's fun doesn't revolve around. I mean, I like movie night, but, you know. Fuck, I miss the movies. Damn. When are we gonna have a movie theater again? I just realized how fucked up the world is. I, I, would, I forget. I've actually the seen like a new movie in so fucking long. I mean, uh, I know some of them are coming on to demand, like yeah. uh, King of Staten Island with Staten Davis. Island. Staten. Staten. You said sta- Staten. Fuck you. Staten. Yeah. Everyone makes fun of how I pronounce shit, whether it be like caramel or syrup. <laughs> I, would, I would like some caramel. Fuck you. Pancakes with some King syrup. King of Staten Island with yeah. Pete Davidson. Yeah. It and actually Bill looked Burr. really good. It does look good. And it was about a tattoo artist. I heard. Did and you his, watch it? No. Shame on it, you. His dad died, and in real life, Pete Davidson's dad died in 9-11, but on the show, his dad died in a fire, but not in 9-11. So that shit hits yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I need to watch that tonight. Um, also, I like, we have a thing that we do, it's called show night. It's like movie night, but it is shorter. <laughs> and we watch an episode of Psych, which is like an old show off USA that's hilarious. Um, 
And it's got murders. Da, wow. da, da. And there's like spooky shit. And the kids were like, like the, we watched one episode that was all creepy and shit. And I was like, it's almost bedtime. Let's wait till another time. And like last night they were like, hey, can we watch that creepy episode or is it too close to bedtime? And I was like, uh, can we watch it on a day that you're not about to go to bed? This morning, the first thing they want to do was like 830. My daughter was like, can we watch the creepy episode of Psych? I was like, with all the murder and shit, she's like, please. <laughs> it was like, they're gonna grow up tough. It's I mean, PG or, or as fuck. No, it's art. PG okay. as fuck. It's not, but it's like you know, like when they have the creepy music and mm-hmm. there's like just like a doll that's a little like that shit right before you go to bed. I don't think it's healthy. Um, I don't think about like what I just watched or did whenever I go to bed. I can easily just switch my mind to something else. But like, have you oh, ever man. had a nightmare? I mean, yeah, but it's never about, like, something I've seen previously uh, in that day. So I don't have that issue, but my wife, like, if we watched Criminal Minds a long time ago, we watched Criminal Minds right before we go to sleep, she couldn't sleep or she would have, like, a bad dream. Um, or she would, like, wake up in the middle of the night just, like, with a paranoid feeling, like, and, you know, check, make sure I wasn't murdered and all the kids are safe. <laughs> and I just feel like some people you don't need to expose them to that. I mean, right before bed. Like, I also think exposure to wild shit that's like i mean i don't, I don't want them to watch actual like rated r horror movies ever mm-hmm. until they they ask me until they're like hey can we watch friday the 13th or whatever i'll be like i guess i don't know let me watch it first <laughs> really quick uh, whenever like you said like your, your wife would like get up in the middle of the night and like check see if you weren't yeah. murdered and check on the kids and shit i feel like i talk about all the time uh like our primal like caveman instincts kicking in and like we just do like the weirdest shit yeah. as humans that is one of them because you notice that in like almost every like wife slash mother, mm-hmm. they'll always get up at random times throughout the night and like check on their kids or their their husband and shit like that. And like they'll be like half awake, just fucking shuffling around the house, making sure everyone's yeah. like alive and okay. And I just think that's like something embedded deep into their brain from when we were like fucking. Wait, are you, so you're implying that women and men are not the same thing? I don't really fucking know enough about gender <laughs> studies. I was joking. <laughs> I was making a funny. I mean, Sorry. I don't know enough about gender studies to know uh, exactly how much different our brains work. I can but tell I do you for know sure that, our penises are different. I mean, obviously, but I do know that, uh, like, if you're if you're born a man and you're transitioning over to be a woman, when you start taking the hormone pills, like, you start your personality starts changing. Obviously, yeah. you start appreciating yeah. different things. Uh, you get like uh, a creator I follow on Twitter who's transitioning from a man to woman is taking hormones and uh he notices that i mean she notices that she becomes a much more emotional over small things mm. she fucking loves like boiling hot showers now and used to hate, <laughs> hate them yeah and like mood swings are like just a normal thing yeah. now well i uh i tattooed a lady a long time ago that she's uh at the well she was a man now she's a guy um and i've talked to her a few times since but i haven't tattooed her since and or him shit see this is hard for me i'm sorry so i definitely didn't mean to say her but i've i knew her before i knew him it confuses the shit out of me but he's real cool now and back when he was a chick she was cool too but totally a different person like it's not the same person like mm-hmm. it really so it there is something to that it's kind of strange to look and go like okay so you you took hormones and you surgery or not like you took hormones for a long enough time and you are like clearly you look like a dude now you used to look like a lady and it's not just how you cut your hair and shit like stuff changes and then the way that they think and behave i think changes a lot i think it actually it's one of the few things where you become a completely different person like and you can kind of control it i guess Mm -hmm. but my thing with that is i'm always wondering like how many people legitimately like you know needed the transition to become who they actually are supposed to be versus ones that like 
thought they might and didn't take enough time to think about it and it like might fuck up. The, I'm always worried it's going to fuck up their life if they do it too young. I've I've read a few stories of that like happening occasionally like where people just like it was some sort of phase but they went through yeah. with like bottom surgery and everything. I feel like if you're a teenager that makes sense but if you're yeah. like 40 I'm pretty sure if you want to transition fucking transition. And I then like I mean their life isn't ruined they're just like they'll have like that's just going to be one of their insecurities like you know right. like me and you, but we both have like insecurities. Every fucking person no, has I don't. Insecurity. I'm perfect. <laughs> uh, My penis is exactly how I want it to look. But like one thing I've always wondered about that is whenever you uh, mature as a cis person who's never transitioned, you you have that sense of duality or not duality, uh, that sense of like you as a kid maturing into like who you are now. Right. And you can kind of see like where some of your qualities came from. But whenever, like, you swap around to, like, the different gender, uh, you you didn't develop, I guess, the natural way. Right. Do you feel disconnected from your childhood at all? Like, that wasn't me? Do you feel, like, shameful or, like, you're living some sort of lie or, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, everything for me, I, I have all these different phases in life where I go, okay, it was before I was seven or after I was seven. It was before Canada or after Canada. It was before or after I started smoking weed, before or after I started yeah. tattooing. I think it would just be one of those. I think it's that's like actually, this is before or really after I started point. transitioning. So, like, my whole life is, like, before I was seven, I lived in Surreal in a warehouse. The warehouse was, like, literally big as Walmart. Like, I lived in a place as big as Walmart. And behind it was a place as big as Walmart that had basketball courts and fucking we played indoor hockey. We had a trampoline. We had a crane. All this crazy shit. Then I moved into a normal house, which crushed my mom. My mom fucking hated it. It's like a 1,200 square foot house. Very nice. Terrace Hills on the west side. Like not a bad looking place. Mm -hmm. But my mom was used to this huge fucking house out in the middle of nowhere where the only thing that ever happens is sometimes you hear the train go by and there's a warehouse behind the house and there's a warehouse that's part of the house and there's rock quarries and we have a kerosene pump and there's a fucking tractor that we have to use to mow our grass. And then we went to little backyard and my mom would like every day she would freak the fuck out and say she was tired of living in a shoebox, and like she just hated it. So I remember because of my mom's reaction that being a drastic change. Mm -hmm. If my mom had reacted the way that that I think I would react now as an adult, like, oh, this is fucking weird. Like, I'm used to more space, um, but not, like, freaking out every day about it. I think it wouldn't have mattered to me. I don't think I would have noticed. But that makes moving to Lawton a pivotal point in my life. Like, and, we moved from Surreal to Lawton. That changed my entire life. And really quick, uh, my apologies if I've, I was I, – if, if either one of us was ignorant about uh, the whole trans thing earlier. As I said, I don't really under yeah. – I'm not educated as much as I should be, I don't think. I don't think anybody, I mean, I'm sure somebody will get mad at us, but as a, like, this is my wacky opinion. Every trans person I've ever met has seemed really cool and open with like questions, curiosity, like as long as your intentions are fine, but almost every white female between the age of 19 and 25 that I've ever met fucking hates it when I talk about anything related to trans people or I have a question or, or I say, so do you think that taking hormones like should be something you consult with a doctor first they're like well does it fucking matter to you it's like i mean it kind of does i'm curious and like i have kids and i don't know what they're gonna fucking go through i like to learn shit maybe they're seeing it as like you know the the, the different kid in class who'd get bullied and they mm -hmm. you just wish they they'd get left alone people stop asking questions and shit like that right. so maybe they're, they're they're trying to defend someone who's not in right. the need of defense which is what in they're doing time that's what they're doing but it doesn't usually make sense I mean, like it's not ill intentions you can no. just 
no. I wouldn't I wouldn't categorize it as like white women between like 19 and 25 but that's I did that on purpose to piss off white women between <laughs> 19 and 25 uh, I was just fucking around but no it really it usually does seem to be like college age females I've never I mean I've met guys that have the same like they'll kind of attack you for whatever mm-hmm. but every time I felt attacked for something that I said the good news is I know what I meant when I said it the bad news is I don't think that person did and I don't think I'm going to get to explain it because rather than saying, hey, actually, this is how it is, they started attacking. Therefore, I can't speak. You'll get cut off at the right, right point just enough to sound like a piece of shit. Yep. So that's not a good way of communicating. So my point is not that those people shouldn't have a problem with me saying what I'm saying. My point is that those people should probably try to come at it from a more like peaceful and and agreeable standpoint Mm -hmm. um and i've learned that the hard way a million times when i was religious i thought all people were religious and i thought all people believe and i still do think all people believe in something i i think i think it's really hard to believe in absolutely nothing besides yourself but like i said earlier there's some motherfuckers i really think don't think aliens are real and like that like i don't freaks me out believe in anything like you don't believe that it's possible for there to be like some other being out there that could be controlling us in a way no i i don't think that's reasonable i mean i'm not gonna say i know 100 percent. Right. well that's what i'm saying you're not saying like that's that's my take too do you get what i'm saying you're yeah. saying not 100 percent right now i'm saying these motherfuckers would bet everything on they know exactly that there cannot be anything else me saying like there's a part of me that just says no because it's not reasonable for right. there to be something like that it's not likely it's not comprehensible comprehensible com- no, comprehensible yeah comprehensible words eh, words are bad. Uh, for like us to exist the way we do it seems like such an off thing yeah that it couldn't have been scripted or written or created and it just fucking happened and we have to sit here exist hate it die like right good job well that makes sense in our reality but <laughs> for the past like few million years people have been killing each other taking land doing horrible fucking things in the name of religion right at some point, like, maybe there is a chance that, like, someone, like, saw some shit that proves this is real or, like, yeah. it, for, it has to be this big for some reason. Yeah. Well, I'm a huge believer that people just like to do shit because the people that they know before them did it and the people before that did it and so on. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what religion is. I think that's what circumcision is. I think that's what... uh handshakes are like a handshake comes from showing somebody you're unarmed in like medieval or pre-medieval times yeah like we still do that every fucking day like outside of the corona i wish we bowed like we do in japan because that's that's like (laughs) immediately like for a split second that's putting you in your weakest state showing Mm -hmm. the weakest part of your body like the top of your head like i i kind of like that and no contact just like i'm a huge fan of words so i like what's uh i mean like i'll say what's (laughs) up but like uh, what you can do like if i walk into the shop i'm like what's up andrew and then like bow i would think you're weird as fuck but it, I, I agree with you but the point is you're not saying you're 100 certain that there can't be anything out there and that's where i'm i think most people something in them some part of them believes that there's a possibility of something bigger i mean that don't could you be think that a lot of people just like to think there's something like they find comfort in that that's the way they get around the i think religious people them dying yeah and but i'm saying like i talk to some really hardcore atheists every now and then and they're so mad about the fact that I think religion's not all bad or that I think there there's a possibility of there could be a God, even it though I don't. order. Right. Well, yeah, it does. And it, it's it like some people need something. Some people can't just go, I'm going to be good for good's sake. They go, I got to be good or I go to hell. 
Like that's some people have to have that. I don't think hell is the best motivation, but I, I've never met anybody that's motivated by heaven. They're all motivated by hell. I don't know if you've noticed that. People are motivated by fear, not that's fucking deep. <laughs> but it's real. Like name a person that's religious that actually is doing all the shit because they think they're going to go to heaven. Like, okay, my cousin's religious as fuck and he just is a good person. He's not like he and he studies religion constantly and it's fucking crazy like how much he's learned about it and like he went to Israel and we talked about it when I did a podcast with him. I was like, "So you actually like you actually believe like all this?" He's like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to I don't think that the general narrative I hear is right, but I'm trying to figure it out." That's the kind of person I like in religion. I'm like, okay, no matter what he ends up finding, he's seeking truth. He's looking at, he's not just taking it for what somebody told him. But yeah, I don't think most people fucking look at it that way. And I don't think most people go, I'm going to do good because it makes me feel good. I think people go, I don't want to go to hell. I think that's like, when I was a kid, everything was, or you'll go to hell. Everything. Fucking everything. Like, I I still, I'm definitely going to hell if there's a hell. Like by... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you said that was so much confidence but that's the quickest way to like push someone into your beliefs so you're more you're like you don't ever feel a single doubt or like you feel like you're yeah. on the right side it's like to just give them that fucking horrible ultimatum of, being, <laughs> of having pitchforks yeah. shoved down your urethra well urethra, urethra that's a hard word every time there's a microphone words get harder mm-hmm. so my thing on religion it's the fact that i hear myself i i love that I can be friends with religious people and friends with atheist people and we can all have conversations. But I know this one motherfucker. I was tattooing his girlfriend and he was at the shop watching me tattoo his girlfriend and he said something about like fuck churches or whatever. And I was like, you know, I think most of them probably aren't there for the good reasons, but you know there's got to be somebody out there like doing it because they think it's a good thing and there's a lot of religious people that are great people. And he said, no, they're all pieces of shit. I'll fucking kill all of them. Fuck those motherfuckers. I was like, holy shit. He was really angry. Here's the problem. He believes in God and he's mad at him and that's why he's atheist. I know that sounds wacky, but I think that's what it is. I think he believes in God. He's going to believe him out of existence? No, I think he... I think he probably uh, that's some hardcore shit like if like some crazy fucking thing ever happened where like angels come down or god comes yeah. down like everyone's no. gonna be stunned by his existence I don't think that I think okay everyone's gonna be stunned by his existence he'll be in like some big city everyone's crowded around this fucking prophet <laughs> who just flew down from the, the sky and like oh my god god's real like all this whispering and you just see that crowd being torn apart by one fucking angry man <laughs> pushing through everybody and jumps up and Fuck superman <laughs> superman punches this divine being who hasn't been on earth for like Three minutes. But the divine being's gonna have like a super saiyan shield thing and go like That'd be the funniest shit. That, that was that, a cool sound. It was a Thank cool you. sound. Cool. Fucking clip that. <laughs> that little puh helps it. The pop filter pop filter. Popity pop. Okay, anyway. The like what I think when somebody gets that aggressively anti religious mm-hmm. is that some part of them, whether conscious or not, like whether they know it or not, much like the gay I use this reference too much, but the gay preacher that hates gay people. That is really common. There's, I would say, probably 90% of people that are homophobic love butt-fucking dudes. It's always a guy. They hate gay people, and they love butt-fucking dudes every time. they hate themselves. They hate themselves, and they don't want anybody to know that they're fucking having fun. Yes, but the point is, first off, I, I couldn't put myself in that position, and I don't know what it feel like, but I do think that, like, 
most people are accepting of that shit. Like, I don't think there's many people that actually are going to be like, oh, you're gay. I don't want to hang out with you anymore. And I think like coming out is probably the fucking, it's probably like when I started smoking weed, probably makes you a whole different person. You feel great. So anybody that's in the closet, if you need someone to come out to, come tell me you're gay. I'll post that shit on Instagram if you want. We'll fucking make it happen. <laughs> it <was so laughs> I'll facilitate that deal. Um, the point is, that dude, I believe something happened to him. Like, okay, let's say he was 10 and his mom got hit by a car and died. I, I don't know this guy's story. If If when he was 10, he believed in God. Then he decided God sucks. Then he read the whole Bible and tried everything in his power to prove that religion and God cannot actually be a good thing and are all bad all the time. I still think the motivation behind that is he still believes a little bit in God. And I think he is legitimately mad at God. Where I don't not, like, I don't have a religious thing. Like, I don't, I don't believe that the Bible story is exactly right. I think it's a lot of uh, philosophy thrown Talk into tales. a book. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it is also, like, fictional, like, just people writing fiction. I think mm -hmm. people just saying, like, you know, um, or, like, okay, uh, a lot of people saying shit, like, gouge your eyes out if you look at a girl's butt doesn't make sense to me. But if they were trying to be crazy over the top to make a point, if I said, you know, if you're trying to bang your girl and there's a guy walking by and you're looking at that dude and then you're looking at his girlfriend and you're trying to fuck both of them – you should focus on your girl and maybe you should close your eyes. They take it a little further. They say, cut your fucking eyes out for extreme. That's, I don't know if you've read the Bible, but there's a part in there that says, that. if you, if you do be looking at them bitches, you got to gouge your eyes you, out. You don't be looking at anything. Well, my mom told me like, if I were to ever look at a girl and be attracted to them, that I should gouge my eyes out. What the fuck? Because bro? Your, we're mo your mom is bro. a Jesus book. She loves Jesus. So, but the thing is, my mom thinks she's looking out for me when she says that. Mm -hmm. Like when I was a kid, she was like, if you ever like look at a woman and you think of her in a way that's not, you know, appropriate, you should gouge your eyes out. That's what the Bible says. And I was like, I don't think the Bible means I should actually do it. I think it means it's such a heinous crime. I should, you know, really hate myself, which is still fucking stupid in my opinion. Like if you should hate yourself for doing something that is natural. Like, have you ever heard the the arguments around people like, oh, dude, I for, what the fuck is this guy's name? Anyway, the arguments like God made you horny so that you could learn how to control yourself, not so you could procreate. Mm -hmm. That's stupid. Why the fuck would you make something? That and feels say, fucking amazing. Just and, for it to and then be tell an it not to discipline. do it. Right? Yeah. Be like, okay, so every six months you fuck one thing. Also, nobody from a genetic standpoint or like natural shit, science, whatever has ever thought, in my opinion, this is my opinion, I'm about to get yelled at, <laughs> that that you're supposed to have sex with one person and impregnate them once or twice and control, like we were, now that's what we do now because we're a civilized society. We also don't fucking murder each other. We also let somebody else kill the chicken instead of us doing it. And it's really fucked up because they just raise them to be fat as fuck and break their own legs and have heart attacks and explode. But the point is, we don't do our dirty work anymore, which part of that is fucking to fuck and just procreating a nut in 10 seconds. We like, we turn sex into an intimate fun thing that you do with one or two or 10 people, depending on what kind of life you're living. But we were designed to go fuck everything that's fertile and make babies. I hate the idea that we were designed. I like to just think that like... Well, I mean, I would say the same thing about a cat. Everything <sighs> just... Uh, that's different because we kind of designed cats. 
Because we, like, okay, we, we bred them to be cats that way. and dogs. We designed, but other animals. But for us, like, like, I feel about like it a, just a bear. All fell into place, and that's why like we're missing out on some senses that other creatures have, like fucking night vision or the ability to smell ass crack from two miles away. Like, right? But those motherfuckers can't text and drive. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying we got some abilities they don't. Sharks have. are missing out. There's a fucking dope way to die. <laughs> Sharks, you don't even know shit about beer. So also, we are not the only species to get fucked up on drugs. In fact, almost all species try to get fucked up on drugs. Did yeah, you know that? Yeah, they lick frogs. Uh, well, I don't know if a lot of animals lick frogs, but yeah, there's a toad that produces DMT. But uh, there's also like a lot of mushrooms that grow in the wild that like there's videos on YouTube of like jaguars fucking tripping their balls off and shit. Um, what is cacao? Is that a chocolate? There's some there's some kind of plant that a lot of animals eat that makes them trip. The point is like most things like to do drugs, most things like to fuck, but they fuck to re- like to produce more of their things where we fuck for funsies. Like how many species of animals fuck because it feels good? Dolphins do. Dolphins, people, mm-hmm. maybe like Dolphins a- are like one of the few other creatures but- who masturbate. I mean, monkeys definitely masturbate. I mean, yeah, monkeys masturbate. Yeah, but chimps, like, monkeys. I think it's gorillas. crazy when dolphins do because they don't have uh, they don't have arms, so they have to like stick it in some random like object and just start uh, fucking the shit out of it. Keep talking, keep talking. That's why you see videos of dolphins like humping. Wait, I human. was into it. What? <laughs> That's why you see videos of dolphins like humping people and shit, like all the time. Well, I mean, dogs hump people too. Because they're just like horny as fuck. Well, here's the thing about being horny as fuck. I think dogs are just confused when they hump. But I think dolphins know what they're doing. Yeah, I dolphins, think dolphins damn, are smart as fuck. Yeah, they are. I think dogs are just like, man, I gotta get this nut out. That looks like a girl. They start hallucinating and hole, thinking people. Hole, hole. They're like, where's the hole? Where's the hole? I think dogs don't even know that they're supposed to put it in a hole. They just know the motion and they go, oh shit, what happened yeah. when they find it? I don't even think they have a plan. I think they just start humping shit. Cause like our dog, dude, he's he's like almost two now. He's like a full grown dog, 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 dog. But when he was a puppy, he was trying to fuck, like, teddy bears and chairs and <laughs> fucking... No- I mean, I've seen dogs hump the air. They just, like, walk around humping nothing. <laughs> My brother's dog You're like, what that. the fuck is this thing doing? Like, how much dog fucking talk can we have in one podcast? Not enough. Okay. Like- Not enough? More? Okay. okay. Chihuahua and a Great Dane. They have a Great Chihuahua or a Chihuahua Dane from fucking... Anyway... One of them's, if you had the boy be the Chihuahua and the girl be the Great Dane, I think it could happen. I think you could impregnate, but if you had a Great Dane impregnate a Chihuahua, that shit would explode. But for real, uh, back to religion. <laughs> okay, here's my take on, on the whole thing. I think religion was originally, I, I think it was like, they believed it because they didn't have a lot of stuff. And, and they did some kind of drugs and they saw something and they realized there's something I just saw whether it's like, in you or not. It was because uh, there was no order and people weren't. I think that's why the Bible's there. Like people weren't following uh, a government beca- like or, r- or rules or anything because it's like, oh, so if I murder someone, it's just it's just whatever. Like they they right. weren't afraid of death. They weren't afraid of any punishments because there there's nothing after. And there was no taxes. You couldn't find them. Mm-hmm. And everyone's probably like, super fucking scared if if they're not like fear like just completely unafraid of death they're probably super afraid because nobody knew what happened afterwards so when you slap religion on that like that almost like well i think fear of death is like just a natural instinct right like just like fucking like you get horny because you want to make more babies and you get you're afraid to die because we were built to sustain our race Mm -hmm. like you were built to 
maintain people as a thing and keep making them and part of that is staying alive and fucking as much as you can like i legitimately think our purpose on earth originally was to fuck stay alive and fuck some more and then die and by the time we die we should have at least 50 little fuckers doing some fucking in place of the fucking we can't do because we're dead now i think that was like and again, I say designed, I don't mean by any kind of superior being or whatever. I just think, like, everything is somehow engineered, which that doesn't mean it was engineered. I mean, it could be engineered by nature. Like, if you watch how, like, mushrooms fucking... Have you ever watched a video of mushrooms um, when the spores come off of them and shit and it's just weird? No. Dude, there's just weird shit that happens in nature and you're like, okay. That couldn't have been planned. That's, but... yeah, that's just fucking wild shit. I don't think we necessarily had a purpose like there's no like succeeding or failing this general purpose we had it was like more of a, like a matter of is and isn't like right but name did an we animal exist the way we did did we do blah 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 are we fucking at a certain rate oh like, we were fucking <laughs> yeah we, we, we've we been were, fucking we've been like. fucking son but okay so i guess what i'm that that what you're saying weirds me out because i'm like okay name an animal that is that serves no purpose like any animal or a plant Sloth. Sloth? I'm sure they serve a purpose. They they fucking maintain moss and they move it around real slow. Dodo bird. To say dodo? I would assume they have to eat bugs so that they can shit. Really? Because they died and we, we we big chilling. Wait, there's no more dodo birds? Yeah, they're extinct. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. But we got new birds. We made new birds. So it's fine. How do we know they evolved from those? How, how, we just how do we not birds. know that the fucking birds evolved from like hairless dinosaurs they probably did who now have wings speaking of dinosaurs chickens are fucking assholes so my sister my my sister moved back to oklahoma recently and i i hope she hears this because she hates cuss words so hi heather uh <laughs> i'm gonna send this to her she's gonna hey, yo, heather but uh she's also extremely religious and um but no she went and got some uh chickens and she just told him, like, she's, I don't know where she got chickens, but she was like, hey, can you get me all the females? Like, I, I don't want any males. And I don't think that they gave a fuck that she said that because she's got, like, what appears to be a half and half mix going on out there, but they're still little chickies. So we don't know yet. But she was like, she got chickens, so she has her own eggs coming in. And, like, you know, the COVID shit's just making people do shit different. But the point of that whole thing is just chickens are assholes. That's it. Just chickens. They're cute as fuck when they're little, and then they're fucking mean. So we can eat their babies. Which is eggs. The chair creaked at the perfect time. Yeah. So also, they're, if you get... Usually the eggs aren't fertilized when I'm eating them, so it's not actually their babies. It's more like their period blood, but it sounded dramatic. Eat their babies. So here's a question. You eat meat, right? No. You don't? No. Are you serious? Mm-mm. You don't eat meat. I don't. I, I, I'll eat like fish. Occasionally. Okay, but you're not like you don't eat burgers and chicken and shit. No, I don't. Oh my god, this is gonna be real fun. What percentage of people do you think, if they had to kill their own meat, would still eat meat? Oh, like fucking like ten percent. I wouldn't even say ten. I would say four, but ten's good. Like people so, don't respect what's on their plate at right. all. Right. Like, if you're gonna be cool, like like with the idea of like eating shit that was once alive, like. I think you should be cool enough with like fucking killing it. Like, it'd yeah, only be, like, I agree. It'd be that small psychotic portion or like rednecks who were somehow brainwashed into thinking it was okay. So what percentage, and I mean, actually I do think it's okay to eat animals. I just don't think that the way that we get them is good. I, I mean, th- it's I necessary think, yeah. now. But 
what percentage of people do you think could watch the animal be slaughtered the way it's slaughtered or raised the way it's raised and still eat at a restaurant? I'm saying like not organic, I natural mean, watch, pasture like If you could watch your burger from start to finish, like come onto your plate. Uh, but somehow process that information in like a convenient amount of time. I mean, like every time you eat a burger, if you had to watch a video of like 20 seconds of the cow's life at any given time and they just show you random clips every time you eat a mm -hmm. burger. All the so way over, up to where it's like fucking right. hanging by its foot still alive, like yes. getting stabbed and tased at a fucking... Yeah. Like, so at, what, at some point in your life, you have to look and you've developed a whole... Like, you know, once you eat 100 burgers, you would have seen the whole lifespan of a cow in 10 second intervals you have to watch 10 to 30 seconds every time you eat a burger how many people do you think would still be able to eat burgers not a lot people like we're much weaker than we seem i think yeah so the good thing about you saying that is you believe people have a conscience the bad thing about you saying that is, is we're going to manipulate the information we're given to somehow still feel good about the shitty things we do yeah i'm trying to think of things that like we're going to look back later and go why the fuck did we do that and i think like Factory farming is going to look really fucked up. I think mm -hmm. slave phones are going to look really fucked up. Like all our electronics that come from fucking damn near slavery conditions. I think the death penalty is going to look really fucked up. I think our whole justice system is going to look really fucked up. I think the way that we handle mental health issues currently is going to look really fucked up. And I'm saying like 20 years like from we now. We haven't come as far as we thought no. we did. But I think in 20 or 30 years we will have gone so far ahead of where we're at now just from technology that we'll look and be like, fuck, the way we use this technology was fucked up. We could have done it this way. And I think, like, history, like, people, okay, right now everybody's looking at history and they're going, like, pull down these monuments and all this shit. Everybody's always been fucked up. By today's standards, if you look 100 years ago. Forever. Like, does that make sense? So, do you think at some point when, uh, like, lab-created meat is a thing, we're going to do away with factory farming? It's, or do you think it's just kind of a thing, like, beyond meat. No, no, no. I mean, like, do you know what lab-created meat is? No. Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, you mean, like, stem cells and shit? Uh, pretty much. So they, they, they have a machine that they basically just, like, feed it grass and corn and, and shit, and it, it, it moves, and it literally just makes the meat the same way a cow does. Like, it makes meat the same way a cow does, but it's, like, $10,000 a steak right now where when we get that down to 20 I mean, why not just like fucking do the beyond shit we have been doing it because tastes, it's made out of dog food <laughs> i mean it's made out of like ground grounded up vegetables and uh, lots so of sodium veggie burgers are really good and they're not too bad for you the beyond meat shit freaks me out i don't know how good or bad it is i for mean you. i i mean sorry when i was calling it beyond Meat, i didn't mean just that brand right. i meant like all yeah uh, plant-based yeah meat veggie patties but okay the thing is when you make a meat substitute that's supposed to taste like meat that freaks me out no, this is like my personal taste. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's weird. I'm like, why would I want to eat fake meat? I don't want to think about cows dying while I eat. You're like, that's my personal take. But like a veggie burger, how they used to do it at Burger King, that shit was dope. It's not they good for you. It. No, they have the fucking Impossible Whopper, which is like fake oh. meat. It used to be compressed veggies with like black beans and fucking onions and tomatoes and all kinds of shit. Just yeah, the Morningstar ones kind of? Yeah, yeah, I, I love, love that shit. Um, I do, I'm like, I don't want to say scared. But I get nervous as fuck when I look at, like, fake meat. Like, it freaks me out. I would rather just not eat anything that resembles meat. I've never I like it because I feel like it pushes uh, the whole idea of, like, hey, we don't have to, like... Oh, no, I'm, I like ...torture the idea, these yeah. beings, like, to right. get our shit. But I don't think it's healthy yet. I think the oh, fake no, meat... Yeah. Not. Most of it's not. Yeah. I think we need to come up with a way to make a healthy alternative to meat that has the same nutritional value as meat that no harm was done to anything or anyone in the process. And once we've done that, if we can get the price point to the same. Oh, no, like right now, uh, 
I mean, oh, right now a lot of it is cheaper than normal meat. Yeah, no, like veggie burgers aren't bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. But I'm saying once we get it to where it's like almost indistinguishable for the people that want it to taste like meat, and then like just like a vegetable for people like me that just like the structure of the idea of a burger. Um, when we get there, what percentage of people do you think are gonna be like, no, I want to know that fucking cow died, like um, just the state of Oklahoma? <laughs> a lot of the South yeah. will stay there uh, because they take pride in fucking eating animals. I don't know. Uh, but uh, it's changing fast. A lot yeah. of people are changing their diets and it's becoming so common. Like 10 years ago, someone being a vegetarian is like unheard of, but now it's so common. Yeah. It's still like if you tell somebody at a restaurant you're a vegetarian, you'll get yelled at in Oklahoma though. Like, really? Yeah. What? How long How long have you not been eating meat? Uh, I, I switched over in like, New Year's 2018. Okay. So as a person that hasn't eaten meat since I was 17 and I'm 29, I will say I've had more bad things or bad conversations or things I had to walk away from from that than telling people openly the combination of the following. I like guns. I smoke weed. Uh, I mean, I'd fuck you. <laughs> I can get away with all those. Like, okay. One time I was at Kobe mm-hmm. when it was called Kobe. And I didn't say I'm a vegetarian. I don't know if you've noticed. Have you? Have I ever told you I'm a vegetarian? Yeah, you did. Okay. I don't, a lot of people don't know. I don't like go out of my way, but I've probably said it on the podcast 20 times, so it doesn't sound like that, but it comes up. But I was at Kobe, and I said, I'll have the vegetarian with fried rice and ranch on my salad. And this guy goes, eat some scallops. And I was like, no, thank you. And he's like, they ain't got meat. And I was like, no, it's fine. I, I doesn't matter. I just don't want yeah, to eat Yeah, they just them. think that like we're so fucking sad eating vegetables. Like, right. You don't have to eat those vegetables. Like, they're, they're like right. <laughs> also, have you noticed that guys that don't guys that hate the idea of eating vegetables that what like I don't mean like okay a lot of typically people eat like out of shape. Uh, okay, here's just an overall description. There's a type of guy that mm-hmm. I see everywhere in Oklahoma. It's fucking hilarious. They refuse to drink a straw because they think it resembles sucking a dick. A that's stupid, and they they refuse to touch vegetables. Because they think it's somehow bad for them because it's not meat. And then they'll eat butter, meat, rice, you know. And I'm like, how is rice that far from? And then die at 50 from like I don't give a fuck about the the death part. That's great. That's what they want. But they the not drinking out of a straw thing throws me off. Like there's something about you can't eat vegetables or drink from a straw because it's gay. I think that shit is hilarious. And I notice like... I can tell you ahead of time that guy's not going to get a straw. Every time I'm at a restaurant, I can tell there's somebody in the room every fucking time. I can point somebody out to my wife and go, he's not going to get a straw. He like They'll hand him a straw. He's going to pull it out of his drink. I mean, I, I refuse straws just because like I tried to limit my plastic use. Oh, no, no. That's a different thing. No. My wife has a fucking aluminum straw she brings everywhere. I'm saying <laughs> these motherfuckers won't put anything circular in their mouth. Anything cylindrical. They won't eat bananas. They don't put fucking straws in their mouth. It's an ego problem. Like they just Yes. But it's hilarious. It but they also funny. hate me. And when they hear me order anything that doesn't have meat, if they fucking just get a little inkling of the fact that I might be a vegetarian, they ask. And I don't like to lie, so I say yes. And then they fucking yell at me. And I say, you know what, dude? Why don't you just fucking eat your shit over there? I'm not telling you not to. And they're like, all right, well, why are you not eating meat? What do you think you're fucking saving all the cows? And I'm like, no, I don't think that at all. But I think fuck you, get the fuck out of my face. I, I, I try not to tell people usually. I try not I to, too, but I do it every time I'm on a podcast, the time, apparently. Like, How, where do you get your protein? Where do you get your protein? Where do you get your protein? Uh, 
why why do you become a vegetarian and like i'll give them all my fucking reasons over and over and they'll forget about it because like they don't they don't give two yeah. shits and they'll ask me again later but like i i almost want to start asking them why do you continue to eat meat <laughs> well the thing is that's kind of like i don't drink alcohol and people don't believe me or accept it and they ask me like why don't you drink alcohol and i say well i don't want to well why don't you try it and if i ask them why do you unless Unless I, I think I should just start lying and say I'm a, re, I'm a recovered alcoholic. Like I used to drink and I can't, I just can't handle it. I'm, I'm just, I'll go off the deep end. You'll see my dick. It's a whole thing. But they get, they'll like straight up attack you for not drinking. And it's like, it here. Oh I'm God. choosing not to do something and it doesn't negatively affect you. The same way I'm choosing not to eat meat. That means more steak for you. Why are you fucking upset with me? And I, I can't figure it out. If I had to guess, I would say it's just they just don't get it. So you know they earlier I said something about how, like, we're manipulating uh, kind of, like, the, the entire situation or manipulating the the way we handle things to make ourselves feel better regardless yeah. of how shitty it is. That's them. They don't want to feel like they're <laughs> doing the wrong thing. They're not progressive. So I'm doing I mean, the wrong thing. I mean, this is thing. coming from something like I still eat, like, fish and, like, I, lo- I fucking love alcohol. So right, like, I'm not perfect or anything. I I don't I don't do I the right thing. I smoke a fuckload of weed and I drink sugary coffee drinks from a coffee shop all the time. Exactly, nobody's perfect. And I perfect. want to masturbate all the time, but I can't because I'm busy. But like when you're standing right there as living proof, they don't need to be drinking or yeah. uh, feeding into like a horrible industry. Then they I don't know. Maybe that's them beginning to doubt themselves or them refusing to doubt themselves. Like that's probably deep down part of it. But sometimes I really think just people think anything that's not what they're used to is just bad. Like anything new. And that's like, okay, religion (laughs) comes back to that. It's like they stick to their religion if you go like, okay, let's say, let's say you're Christian and you run into somebody that's Buddhist. I'm just Christopher. Okay, Christopher. So in in Oklahoma, (laughs) if you're, if you're Christopher and you run into a Buddhist person, you automatically think like, I don't know what most people think of Buddhists, but what my my religious clients and my family seem to think is that Buddhism is somehow a bad thing. And it's like this weird religion where they worship a fucking statue and all this crazy shit. And they're nowhere near accurate on what it is, first off. But they think Buddha's bad because Buddha's not Christianity. And that's then they just the rest of it's just guesswork. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Just the whole thing freaks me out when people go, oh, that's not what I do, so fuck you. Like, like, it the doesn't make sense. peaceful religion, honestly. Like, right. Those motherfuckers do spray for ants, though. They'll say, like, they don't kill bugs, but at monasteries, <laughs> they do spray for, they'll spray that, that fucking, uh, I don't know if it's all of them, but, like, they'll, like, walk a bug outside of their, their place, mm-hmm. but they'll also spray the shit to kill the ants around where they cook, because there's just no way around. I mean, maybe we need some of those uh, ideas over here like to respect more life okay how about we do this regardless of bugs just like humans too no i think most people don't that's that does go room i think most people could stand to do like a weekend at uh an amish place a buddhist place a fucking over the top fucking high-tech place like a place where everything's virtual reality i think it would be good to experience all that like I think me personally, I, I haven't ever lived in a virtual world. So if there was like a virtual reality store that you go into, you put on the fucking goggles and like your whole weekend is just like all virtual. There's a guy on YouTube who did that. His name oh, is Disrupt shit. and he spent 
I don't, I don't many. I don't remember how many hours, but it was at least twenty-four. Oh, God. Consecutive hours in virtual reality, including sleeping, all his socializing, all like everything he did. And it was actually like a really cool uh, so experiment. What you're saying is he lived the way we're living right now, but he knew it. I mean, no, he like no, for it was a twenty-four joke. I was like consecutive hours. Like... He had that shit strapped to his oh, face. So, what do you think about simulation theory? Do you think there's a possibility of our existence that, being a yeah. simulation? I like to humor it. I don't really know. And right. I'm not I, smart enough to like <laughs> my feelings. No. <laughs> in existence, at least seem so intense that I'll believe it and be comfortable with the idea that maybe I'm not actually real because I'm, I'm enjoying my little float through this fucking video game yeah. or whatever. <laughs> well, even if you're a video game, you're still real. Like, that's the thing. Like, people are always like, well, if it's virtual reality, then it's not reality. And I'm like, no, it just means that whatever you believe is controlling this whole thing is not what's controlling this whole thing. And so I personally don't think it makes sense that that we would be living in a fucking matrix type thing. But I also don't think it matters. Like, if we have... No, I, okay, first off, I don't think there's so no it's control. possible. Like, a computer couldn't fucking run how many instances are happening at once like well, as we're talking right but now the simulation gives us the little computers they got the big computers okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> it's like from what we know that's everything is like you're everything we're going to base everything off of is from what we know clearly we don't know everything but what i don't think we're living in simulation i i do think we're organic and it just kind of happened but I don't fucking think it matters. My thing is, like, everybody's like, well, if, you know, what about the things you can't control that you do? I was like, I can control everything I do except my thoughts. That's the only thing I can't control. And I can add thoughts. I just Encourage can't take Encourage better or worse yeah. thoughts. Yeah, but I can't just pick. Like, don't think about that because that's then I focus on that. But everything else I can fucking control. Like, people are like, well, you know, you you didn't control your hair color. No, but my parents fucked. Like... You know, I'm saying decisions. There's not somebody controlling my body, or at least I don't feel like there is. But who cares if there's a thing that makes me think I'm controlling this and it's all fucking set up and I'm going to win or lose either way. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't make a difference. The point is I like listening to really smart people contemplate this shit as if they don't have more important things to do for hours on end. They're like, okay, so if you don't think it's a simulation, explain why. I, I don't fucking get it. It's just like religion. It's just like fucking eating meat i don't know but okay do you think do you think if people keep eating meat at the rate they're eating meat we're fucked fucked like yeah okay do you think that within 20 years 20 percent of the population of oklahoma will agree with you on that you're putting you're putting a lot in oklahoma's hands here Ten? this state never 10? fails to let me down over and over Especially with this COVID shit, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry, but no, our, our state does not move that fast. Like, throw me a few states up, like, uh, Colorado. Yes. Yeah, Colorado will be fine. Colorado actually will probably be all vegan by 2025. Uh, they're <laughs> not really. That would be like a dream. Like, honestly, if it, being vegan was so accessible, dude, being vegan sounds really fucking hard. Like no, it's really not. It was like I try to eat vegan stuff as much as yeah. like I try to avoid dairy too. Uh, I'm I'm not perfect because I still eat like sour cream and right. hella fucking pizza cheese. But like if almond milk's there, if almond cheese is there, yeah, I'll try to get that instead. Well, you know, from an environmental standpoint, almond milk's worse than really. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm not thing. I'm not educated enough yeah. on it. So it just requires more water than a cow. 
um, which is like impossible I mean, to believe. But, but also at dairy factories, like they're just like sitting there keeping this. Oh cow yeah, two no, by I'm two saying square environmentally, not ethically. Yeah, ethically speaking, I think you're on point with almond milk all day. Environmentally speaking, I believe almond milk is a bad idea too. But uh, if you tell me to pick, like, okay, I don't feel bad drinking milk and I don't feel bad eating eggs. But if you told me to pick, like, almond milk forever or regular milk forever, I would definitely go almond milk. It would make me feel a lot better. But, okay, when you say it's not very hard to be vegan, I agree if you don't want to have any kind of social life whatsoever. But name a restaurant where it's easy to eat vegan at. I mean... Like it's really, it's. I mean, and I'm saying go. Like I'm not saying restaurants are necessary. I'm just you saying can, like, like eat at almost any restaurant. You just have to like kind of dig through the menu. You maybe you'll get stuck eating some like fucking broccoli for dinner. Well, no, that's usually what I eat for dinner. Like most places, I go, I eat like okay. Like people like you would be fine, but the, yeah. you know, if if you're rolling in on a little electric scooter, weighing <laughs> in at a good fucking half ton, you're not. It's it's fucking impossible for you. You're not going to get that. Your your body's not going to be used to receiving broccoli right. over a 2000 pound steak but let's go like let's pretend we're, name any restaurant i'll tell you what i would eat there like right. uh, fucking, uh mcdonald's mcdonald's uh the only thing that mcdonald's has on the menu that is all day that i feel comfortable eating is fries and i'm still nervous of what they fried it in but no, like just normal like there's a separate fire for it okay um so let's say like okay good example of how i eat would be i go to applebee's people always think i'm weird as fuck i order like two things of broccoli and uh french fries and then i dip the fries in barbecue sauce and they're like what the fuck and technically that's all vegan right like everything mm-hmm. i just name is vegan sometimes i want to dip them in ranch though what and if that's you get not stuck going to like outback steakhouse uh three sides of asparagus and a salad like yeah. that's usually most places i go with sides I mean, yeah, it's just that's what i mean yeah. like it's doable like that's all vegan right like, well yeah, I'm trying to think of where I eat that. I just couldn't. I mean, I like ranch on a salad, and I know that's a silly thing. I could just switch that. But I just, I'm like, okay, ice cream and shit, I just like it. It's not a good argument for it. I just like it. So when people are like, I just like steak, I leave them alone. I'm not trying to be like, no, you shouldn't fucking eat meat. But it just, it sound like I sound fucking like a little bitch right now saying I can't lay off the fucking ice cream. Like, I, I sometimes I'll go a year without eating ice cream probably, and I don't even I mean, fucking like, think about it. If I could find or a... Six a sour cream substitute. There's some good ones. Vegan. There's some great vegan cheese. And then pizza cheese that's like that's gonna be readily hard. accessible. <laughs> that's going to be hard as fuck. I could I think I could go vegan cuz those are my my big yeah. two dairy things. I have cut up m- most of everything else. I and still I drink milk occasionally and I'll have like ice cream or some shit. Have you had pizza made with a uh, cauliflower? Instead you were of, talking to me about dude, that. Dude, like, oh my god, that shit was so good. I wouldn't try it. That shit was so what was that place called? Uh, Bricktown Brewery. Oh, oh, yeah. the one that's like right next to the mall. Yeah. So you go there and you just have pizza that's made out of vegetables instead of fucking dough and you don't feel like a fat fuck when you get done eating it. Maybe I'll go there tomorrow. Yeah, we like, we fucking annihilated a pizza. Like there were like two slices left between me and my wife and we were both like, oh, I'm not that hungry. Let's just like go somewhere and get something light. We both had a salad. We had that shit. I was full for like two and a half, three hours. And, like, which you didn't is, feel like a second shit. And I didn't feel like shit. And the other thing is, I'm almost never full. Since last December, I've only been full like maybe five times. Like, it doesn't really matter what I eat. Something shifted, and I'm just hungry all the fucking time. If I have the time and money for, like, dinner, I always try to, like, fill myself up. There's just something so satisfying about that. Oh, I hate being full. I I love being full. And when you get so sleepy, I like being not hungry. 
I miss being not hungry. I don't know what happened. Like, around last December, I just started fucking being hungry. I, was, I could eat, and, like, let's say I eat till I'm actually full. 30 seconds later, I'm hungry. I don't know why. But this pizza fucking took care of me for three hours, and I was so happy about that. Um, anyway, on that note, I think we've gone long enough. This like, podcast well, is sponsored by Bricktown Brewery. <laughs> Bricktown Brewery. Shout out to Bricktown. Taking over for fucking uh, Back Porch, who has good queso, but fuck Back Porch. Their service has been terrible the last 20 times I've been Fuck there. Back Porch. Not really All my fuck homies back porch, hate Back Porch. Not, oh, do they? I don't oh, know. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. Back Porch has good food. But um, yeah, like the last like 20 fucking times I've been to Back Porch, the service has been not great and Alrighty, but like, you were trying to you're trying to end it sorry i cut you off no you're good talk about fucking oh, what's his name oh no no I, I cut you off you, i you cut can you continue. off a lot it's your turn for the outro all right outro <laughs> time chris is gonna name all his favorite things about lawton uh my fucking Kudo. Uh, Kudo. Uh, i like i like kimono more <laughs> kimono is pretty dope Petco's not bad. We got a Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, you I said never... Petco? Yeah. What are you eating in Petco, dog? Oh, restaurants. No, I said favorite things, but we were talking about restaurants, and then you said Petco, Petco and I was making have, a joke. Like, they have ferrets, and I get to go watch the ferrets, and like sometimes mm-hmm. I don't want to die for like the 45 seconds I'm watching ferrets. Ferrets are cool. Um, you know what's really fun to watch? Follow funny do- just the hashtag funny dogs on Instagram. It's fucking great, dude. There's, I saw one this morning. It was a dog that every day before he goes to bed, he hugs his girlfriend. It was the cutest shit ever. This dog just walks up to this other dog and like literally gives it a hug and then walks off. It's like, good night, bitch. And it's like, grr, grr, and then just sleep. <laughs> it's so cute. I fucking love dogs, man. We're, pr- we're probably going to get another dog. I think I'm going to have a second dog. Two golden retrievers. I highly encourage that. I love fucking dog. Well, I don't love fucking dogs. I love dogs. <laughs> don't fuck dogs. Clip that. PSA, don't fuck dogs, but it's okay to love dogs. Have a good day. Lawton has something cool to offer. Wait, name, wait, name three more restaurants. My fucking uh, Red Lobster. My fucking uh, Red Lobster. Cali Burrito. Highly advised Cali Burrito. If you've My not been there, Cali go there. Best, best Mexican food in Lawton. All right, now bye. Okay, bye.